Oh shit, it's Black History Month. Ain't it though? Well, second episode of Black History Month, but you know. Last episode was on some some love shit. Now we on Black History. Yeah. Y'all niggas fucking up the month though. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get into all that, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, again, this is episode seven. For the the, uh, Rhythm and Brews podcast. With yours truly, Mr. He says she is. With your host, Mr. Lucky Lefty and Mr. Latif. Prince Latif. Prince Latif. And then Mr. R&B Smooth. And DJ DW. Happy birthday, DW. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you, family. Feliz cumpleaños. And we got a very special guest in the building today. My mentor. My family, my brother, my kin, all that. Mr. Jamesy, Massive Entertainment, Coach C, Codrington. Y'all know me. What's up, y'all? We up in here. We got to pop a bottle. Yes, sir. Hey! hey. Pop that, literally. Let's that was go. good pop. That was good sound. That was good sound. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Open usually here with I'm the ace of spades. Usually I'm on that Moet, but it's a special occasion today, so we popped that, that ace. Oh, yeah, we oh. definitely going to get into that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. I heard good things. We're going to definitely get into that. But yeah, yeah once again, I just wanted to give another shout out. Happy birthday to DJ DW over here. Word. Brought it yeah. in very what? nice last night. Yes. Very. At the Kaumba Kickback. Kaumba. Yes, sir. Hosted by us. <laughs> the Rhythm and Brews. Podcast. It was a very nice turnout last night, folks. And if you wasn't there, be there every next fourth. Month. Every fourth, right? Every fourth, every fourth Friday, Friday. March 22nd. Next, that boy is on it. I see you. Come on now. Because see, because there was people that was like, I, I took a live video and there was there was likes and one of my boys he dropped the little googly eye emojis he was like you know like where is this I was like well be at the next one <laughs> period here's the date here's Man, the location brother it, it's always funny when people act like oh shit what's this what's going on like we haven't been posting it on our Instagram for the past I'm saying, month and I, re- and I noticed I noticed the people who like it and then when the day actually happens and they'd be like, yo, where is this? When was this? And I seen you light the fly. Right. So you read. You took shit. a right. screenshot of the fly when I sent it to you because right. I got the notification that right. you took a screenshot of it. So come on. Quit with the nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was a it was definitely a good turnout. Uh for those that don't know what the Kumba kickback is, it is um it's different than any regular open mic, because it's really just uh, for us creators to get, uh, you know, just to get together and just chill, um, have a good time and create together. It ain't we ain't there to entertain nobody. Uh, there might be a crowd there just, you know, trying to take in the vibes, but we ain't trying to entertain nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just grab the mic and y'all vibe out or don't. You know, it's up to y'all. Just be a spectator. Yeah. And so it, it's just a happy accident that we end up entertaining. So. Yeah. Yeah. We entertain ourselves though. That's really yeah, what it that's is. Really <laughs> what it turn, when, it just like last turn, night, right. all the singers was in attendance, and it was like a it was like a soul cipher on the Soul Train Awards last Facts. night. It was like y'all remember when Diddy had to sing off on making the band. Yeah, oh yeah, yep. that's what it looked that's like what, last pretty night. Pretty much what it looked like last night. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, shout out to Rosal. to Ben Ryder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout Ben to Ryder too. Oh yeah, definitely. Finn, no uh, Finn. You know what I'm saying? Alicia, 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 Greg. Uh, 
Mate. Oh yeah. But yes. Heard some good yeah, spoken uh, word too, man. Yeah, oh, it was yeah, there was a lot of good spoken word. Shout out to Influence for coming through. Yeah. Uh Phoenix. Um Nala. who else was spitting? Yeah, Nala. Yep. Lex. It was a lot, was a lot, a lot of people of there last night. It was a lot of heads last night. It was all yeah. positive uh, but, vibes, man. But yeah, I just want to shout out to uh, Razul Branch for Bridgeport Creates for a lot to give us the venue to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, he had the whole thing going on Facebook Live. So there will be a watch party from our Rhythm and Brews uh, fan page soon. Dope. Yes, yes. Dope. On Facebook. But um, yeah, let's not spend too much time on that. Let's get into the topics. First of all, I just want to give a big uh, rest in peace to Precious Harris, T.I.'s sister. Yeah, rest man. in peace, man. Sad, um, sad, she sad, had sad. gotten into a car accident uh, about a week or so ago, and apparently it looked like she died in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, 66 years old, still kind of young. Young, 66 mm, years yeah. young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's he's been going through it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he R. just... R. Yeah. Also released that uh, a diss track against a non-rapper. How often does that happen? <laughs> a non-rapper. This <laughs> kind of often. Yeah, like people writing diss tracks about people that can't, you know, respond. Re- yeah. that, that was real personal there. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. <laughs> try, to make, try to make it seem like it wasn't, but no, yeah. it was definitely personal. It was personal yeah. there. Like he been that like that was shit he wanted to say for a minute. He said, that was, that was I don't care what they got to say. Let them talk. Let them talk. <laughs> yeah. So he released a uh, diss track towards uh, Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather Jr. called "Fuck Nigga." <laughs> and like I said, it sounded like he wanted to get a lot of that shit off his chest for a while. Um, Even though he truly is a fuck nigga. I mean, that seems to be the general consensus. But we can get into that later too. <laughs> um, speaking of music, Denzel Smooth. What's that? It's a song that you've been excited about, yeah, talking man. about a lot lately. You know what is that? Uh, this new Cardi B Bruno joint. Please me. Mm-hmm. It's stirring up, stirring up the uh, Twitter waves, social media. Can oh. I say something about that real quick, man? Go I'm ahead. listening. I was uh, I was at a Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, uh, I got a house out in Atlanta, so went out out Super Bowl weekend, and uh, Cardi B and and Bruno had a concert together okay. the night before. Uh, it was a Saturday night before um, Super Bowl. Went to the concert, right? You know, you see them two together, you expecting them to do that song they do together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so you know, Cardi went on first, and truly, she's really like an opening act for Bruno because Bruno is yeah just next level. But they didn't do the song together. I was kind of <laughs> heated about. Wait, they didn't yeah, do finesse? No, they didn't. They she left, and then he came on, did finesse. I'm, I'm waiting for her to come out. She was no, she came out, but she was out. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, wow. that so always he, disappoints me. Across yeah, like, come on, really? Like that's what I was looking forward to yeah. seeing them two together on stage. Yeah, but I kind of got a, I kind of thought so when it, when it took uh, Bruno so long to set up his stage and all oh that. yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, Cardi probably out. Cardi, so yeah, she Cardi some left. money somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah. But he did do the song. Just that was the first one. It made me think like she was gonna come out because it was the first song he did. Yeah, he does it the first at every no. at every show that he it didn't does. Happen. That's his first record. Uh, that's, that's the opener. Yeah, that's the opener. But um, yeah, nah, please me is it's a, it's a it's a bop. It's a bop. It's uh, definitely a bop. I like I like how I like how it I like how it works. I like how it flows. Um, definitely something that he produced. 
yeah. and he arranged and he was definitely behind the curation of it all. Um, I just, my personal opinion, I think her verses, her mm-hmm. verse on the finesse remix is better than both her verses on Please Me. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm actually. I'd probably go out in the ledge because I didn't even read the, the the credits on the song. Right. I'd probably say that uh, Bruno might have wrote her her part in that mm. song. That may have something to do with it. Okay. Um, I personally feel that the song came out too early. It's too cold. Hmm? It's too cold. <laughs> yeah, it's too cold. It's too cold for that time. See, the thing, the thing a lot of people don't realize is when you uh, release a record has a lot to do with its trajectory and that's a that's a spring summer track yeah mm. um i understand that atlantic records was trying to you know capitalize on the fact that she just won that grammy and they just released it like that night mm-hmm. like right after she won mm-hmm. they released it yeah and you know they weren't the only ones trying to capitalize off of cardi's you know yeah residual heat because her own husband was out yeah. there trying to <laughs> nice try, her like own that. husband was trying to get out there you oh. know his album was actually pretty good by the way was, cool. I didn't even listen to it yet pretty good I, I saw that find. I saw that album cover and I was <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I was like I was like what the fuck is this I shit? At that shit I was like he really got fortune you know the only way that um, like they photoshopped in on right yeah like this dude is really grasping for straw trying to get people to like him yeah Oh, he's trying to get the female. Nah, you know what, though? You know what he did, though? Which I think is I could commend him on. You know how Chris was lighting him up. He ain't really been to saying much about it. And honestly, if Chris says something else, he's going to look stupid. I don't think Chris is going to say something else. But if if he were to, he's going to look stupid because, as you can see, he named the album Father. Before he's taking a higher road, he's talking about bullshit. I mean, listen. For his image, I'm not even a big like Migos fan or nothing like that. You know, I I really, you know, I'm an old school dude, listen to old school hip hop and all that. But uh, we were listening to the Offset album on the way here. Okay, and really, I only got into like the first couple songs. But the fact that he that first song it was like the father of four song. I don't know if you guys heard that. No, I haven't heard it. He's just talking about all his four kids and what he was going through when he had them. And to me, like, I got to respect that because it's it's so much bullshit in the game, man. And people talking about so much bullshit. So when you talk about something that's near and dear to your heart and something that's positive to you, that I was kind of actually shocked to hear that from him because to me, Migos, they don't really be talking about nothing. Like right, 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 And all right. that. So when you talk about something like your kids, yeah. man, all four of your kids and how they was born and what you was going through and all that, you got to respect the man for that Definitely. because of the fact, man, everybody could relate to that that has kids. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, I, right. I have kids, so... When, mm-hmm. Once he was spitting like mm-hmm. that, it's like, you know what? It threw me off because that was a lot of thing I was expecting from that dude because I'm yeah. like, you know what? That's Migos, Quavo, you know, his whole yeah. sound. They all, you know, it's all party music and all that. But right, right. He got a whole different vibe to that CD. And even though I don't really like them like that, you know, I give him a chance to listen and I didn't turn it off. You know what I'm saying? So I got to respect I'll give it a dude. shot. Yeah. I mean, and also too, yo, like hearing you, like before, you know, you hear the Migos, you think they all the same. They're really not. When you listen to the albums, they're not the same, yo. Nah, not I, I definitely can tell the difference, and I can tell who is actually, like, because honestly, after hearing this Offset album, like like I said, you know, I, I listened to the album, I was just like, yo, he is kind of like the best one. Yeah, Takeoff is a, is a good writer and stuff, but I didn't really care for his album. Quavo's album was too damn long. 
But this one just was like, okay, I understand it. It's it's like it it, it makes sense. It's a vibe, yo. It's a vibe. It's, to it's, yeah. I ain't even think about. I ain't listened to any of their <laughs> solo albums. You didn't listen to um Quavo's. Right? I didn't listen to Quavo. Quavo's was like all party music. Like like oh, really? yeah, like you could listen to Quavo's and be like, if you if you feel like bouncing in the yeah. car, like Quavo's is alright because he got Drake on there, all that. It, you know, yeah, I would it's expect like, that from Quavo. Yeah, though. you could listen to it and you like, oh yeah, okay, like 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 good dance music, but at mm-hmm. the same time, there's no substance to it whatsoever. Like Quavo whatsoever. is like the to me, he's a king of uh, ad libs. Like yeah, he got definitely. he got Jeezy and all them dudes beat. Yo. That dude is like the king <laughs> of ad libs. That's mm. all he like. The majority of his music is ad libs. That's he, a fact. Like it seemed like he makes his work his his work off the ad libs. Like you he know, ad libs first. Or you know who's killing the ad libs for a while before Quavo though? Jim <laughs> Jones. <laughs> That's like, facts. The fact that you just said Quavo was like the and you brought up Jeezy and them. I was like, yo, you know what? Jim Jones. Jim Jones, I knew his ad libs more than I knew the words to the song. Jones, That's true, huh? hey baby, <laughs> horsey, <laughs> double up, double up, double up. Right, right. <laughs> Damn, who else was up in the ad libs conversation? Oh, Jeezy, man. but he, he just yeah. Gucci. That's right, Gucci. Yo, Gucci all, a lot yeah. of them down south dudes. They oh, they really, love the ad. They love the ad libs. Yeah, they, they really like. Truthfully, you know, I'm from up north and all that, but. When I was, you know, in the college age and stuff like that, I moved down to Atlanta and I really wasn't into down south music at all. Mm-hmm. But when you move to like Atlanta and stuff like that and them dudes, like I, I never forget how to my, my cousin's boyfriend, his name is Donkey. Don- Whoa. Donkey. Exactly. <laughs> you can tell their country. But anyway. <laughs> Donkey. Don- but I tell you what, he a real dude. You know what I'm saying? He's a real dude. But, <laughs> but he broke it down to me. He was like, yo, man, all y'all be talking about them lyrics and all that. He said, down there, man, we about that party. And he said, only up north people we listen to is that Puff Daddy because he about dancing and all that. <laughs> oh, he said, we man. about the beats. And yo, if you listen to down south music, yo, they bought them beats. Yeah. First of all, they off them beats. First of all, yeah, like lyrics is like way secondary and third to them. And then it's about just like the whole vibe of it. Like they going off the like. There's some lyrical dudes down there. Yeah, absolutely. But the younger generation, to me, the majority of the young generation ain't lyrical anyway. So like whether True, they up absolutely. north, yeah. west, all that. The no, you're dudes, absolutely right. They not man. You're absolutely man. right because you know the the. What's the word? The 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 bar has been lowered. Definitely. Uh, lyrically. As far as we are concerned. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. 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 yo, the young kids, they'll tell you, like, they'll, oh, this they'll, is, think, yeah. they'll, they'll think our music was trash. Oh, yeah. I've had people tell me, like, oh, like, yeah, when, y'all, what, what is this? What? Raekwon will be talking about shit. Like when Lonzo, when Lonzo <laughs> Ball was like, yo, Nas is whack to him. I was like, what? Lonzo Ball said Nas I remember that. I remember, I remember that. that. But again, you can't fault them because of the fact like, their he... generation, they looking at like Migos is yeah. like the best. He yeah. was born in 97. You can't Exactly. Tell but <laughs> again, you know what? Back in the day, what? Our parents and our grandparents yep, they and hated that, our music. They didn't even like hip hop. Right. They're like, yo, that ain't even music. So it's, it's a generational thing. We yeah, all we man, always you gotta, hate you gotta respect that, man. We, we, we always hate the people. I got an eight year old rapping right now, so you know. But you nice. know what? He know good music though. Okay. He know good yeah. music because I put yeah. him on. Yeah. All right, let's get into that. Who's the eight year old you got? Lil Lil Noah James. That's my son. You can follow him on Instagram at l i l Noah James C T. Okay. He got about four videos out right now. He got a little following. He only eight, but you know, I'm trying to introduce him to the game. He a little swaggy dude. Everybody, we was chilling All Star Weekend this weekend, and um, you know, he we met um, what's my man name from the Wire? That was that had, had the uh, song. 
Uh, wrote no, not wrote Timmy. Uh, shit. I'm no, thinking of power. Oh, Mac Wiles. Mac, Mac Wiles. Wiles. We yes. ran it. We ran into Mac Wiles at dinner, and you know, like every time we meet anybody, I always put my son like, "Yo, this is my son Noah. He rapped just so we can, you know, get a picture and he can meet these people or whatever." Mac Wiles. First thing he said, "Yo, you a swaggy little dude." Blah blah blah. Because every time anybody see my son, you know, I keep him fresh and all that stuff, and they just like, "Yo, this is swagged out dude." So you know, I put him in front of the people. Like I used to be. I used to have this thing on my Instagram called Shameless Selfies because I just roll up on anybody, man. My Shameless Selfie catalog. <laughs> mm-hmm. My Shameless Selfie catalog. When I tell you, man, I could just say some names and you'll be like, wow, like Denzel Washington, Word. number one. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Denzel. Like, we, everybody else go down from Denzel. I'll say that probably was my best one. Okay. Definitely. But after a while, I just started bringing my son everywhere I go. I'm like, you know what? If, if, if my son can't go, then I don't need to be there. You know what I'm saying? So, That's dope. I bring him to whether this was his first All Star Weekend, but you know Super Bowl. He did the Super Bowl. You know he was at a last last New Year's. We did the Bruno Mars concert to bring in New Year's in Vegas. He was there with me. Bruno yeah. Mars drummer gave him his drumstick. He got Bruno Mars drumsticks nice. at the house. That's what's up. Nice. That's what's up. So you know he's an artist man, but he loves it. He loves it. But again, you know we just ha- we just having fun with it, man. It's not like I'm like oh he got to be a rapper and nothing yeah. like that. Yeah, but yeah, just yeah. coming up in the time but he you wants know, to do it. You want your, you want your kids just to be well rounded, whether it's music, whether it's you know school, whether it's athletics. You just want them to do everything just so they could choose. You know, obviously he gonna stay in school, but you know as far as the athletics, like he does, you know football, flag football, basketball, swimming. All yeah. that stuff, yo. So. Yeah, if I remember correctly, because we had uh, stepped out a couple weeks ago for uh, uh, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Vargas's uh, our birthday brunch over at M White Lounge, and if I remember correctly, I saw a poster of Lil Noah James up in the bathroom. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got a poster in the bathroom at M White Lounge. Yeah, yeah. shout out to M White. <laughs> like, that's probably the longest standing Noah James poster because <laughs> I done seen a lot of them come down, but that one's still up there though. Yeah, you know we do that marketing, man. I'm all on the graphics design and video production and all that. Now I'm about to be here at G Studios hey. doing, doing my work. Shout out to yeah, G Studios. Sir, yeah, you already sir. know, man. That's, that, that's the new home of Lil Noah James recording, man. Okay. <laughs> Telling y'all that now because this is a vibe right here, man. And yeah. for those that don't know, uh, Massive Designs did do our logo for the Rhythm and Brews podcast. Yes, sir. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Rhythm and Brews, man. Yes, sir. Definitely. Right. Well, you said that there is a occasion to celebrate for. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. Today, I just came back from um, Bridgeport. It's like uh, Bridgeport Awards for hip-hop. You know, they had a Sugar Hill gang out there. They had a bunch of people. uh, Cormega. A a bunch of people came out. A lot of dudes that was the originators of hip-hop, all from New York. Uh, Ralph McDaniels. Man, it was just so many people in there. It was a dope vibe. And they actually honored me as like my contribution to hip hop in Bridgeport. So nice. Oh, Large so, Professor. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Large Professor who worked on Nas's first album, man. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't name anywhere near all the people that was right, there. Right, right, But it was a bunch it was, it was a great event. And it was down at the City Hall Annex and you know they this is the fourth annual. So DJ Kingsley, who's my man, you know, he knows the work I put in in Bridgeport as far as the hip hop and okay. all that stuff and my contribution to hip hop in Bridgeport. So, you know, they honored me for an award and I appreciate that. Shout out to the city of Bridgeport, Mayor Ganim, uh, Kingsley and everybody that came out today. It was a, it was a dope vibe. Nice. That's nice. So let them know, you know, how long you've been doing this photography, man. Well, I mean, I can't even really say more as the photography because, you know, I kind of picked that up from the video. I started off in the video, you know. I was always one of them dudes that had, you know, even a Polaroid camera back in the day, back to my grandmother, Betty, just passed away. Rest in peace to her. 
she always was like taking pictures and having good pictures and stuff like that so you know when i i was i started off really drawing you know drawing oh, when nice, i was a kid nice. you know being from bridgeport with the edison school and it was always like a lot of dope dudes i could draw and right that stuff so you know you pick it up you want to be the better drawer than this dude and yeah. I just never forget, I was in like second grade and he had a contest for like Glenwood Lumber and it's over there by uh, Dutchess right now. It's still there, I think. Yeah. And I won the contest and it was like, I drew a kid trying to make like a, a clubhouse and he needed wood for his clubhouse. So they gave me free tickets to uh, Kwasi. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was second grade. So oh, now that that's, means a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's when it was Lake Quasipi. Lake Quasipi. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> exactly. So from then, you know, I just always was drawing, man. Got to high school, was like drawing, all that stuff. Then when I got to college, uh, you know, I played high school football. I was, you know, all state player and all that stuff. Got a full scholarship to Colgate University to play football. Went up to Colgate University and, you know, like I still was on my art stuff and everybody knew I drew and all that. But I never was like, oh, let me do it for like class. I never for some reason. I don't know why. I never was like, oh, let me take a class on art. I just yeah. always it was just my thing to do. And then, um, you know, my boys was like, yo, you can draw. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, you taking all these other classes like you need to be in the art. Right, program. right, right. You know what I'm saying? I was like, OK, let me check this out. And when I went in there, it just blew my mind, man, from the graphics. I learned the graphics. I learned the video. I learned the photography. Uh, expanded on my drawing skills and so on. And I became, you know, somewhat of an art student. I mean, it wasn't my major, but I took all the studio arts. The, the actual art history was a little tough. The yeah, classes, so yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't make it my major stuff. or anything like that. But, you know, it was great, man. It developed all the things I have now that developed into my company, which is Massive Entertainment, which I've had since 2003. So that's what I like, what? That's what's up? Yeah, 16, 16 years, years now yeah, So I've been at LLC For 16 years now It's almost time For an anniversary party mm -hmm. yeah. yeah man I don't know man I don't really be I, I, I party but I don't <laughs> know I don't be throwing He shit his ass like down Long enough yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. Oh man That's what's up though Um so you got little Noah James. You got any other uh, other artists you working with, or yeah, I got another artist, uh, my my little cousin. Um, and I try to keep it in the family because we okay. do have talent in the family. And I'm also, you know, like I'm a historian of hip hop and all that. So I know what a lot of people did and and people that mean a lot to me. One of them was Jermaine Dupree working with the kids. And I have another artist out in Atlanta because you know I live in Atlanta as well. So right. my little cousin, she really. She just popped up herself because of the fact she really has that talent. She would go down to the to the Georgia Dome outside and just be freestyling in front of, you know, that's what's and, up. and people was feeling her. So I was like, you know what? I got to work with her because that's my cousin and yeah. she she has a need for it. She's winning right. talent competitions out in Atlanta and all that. So I got to work with her. And we have a video with her. We redid the Gucci Gang song featuring Lil Noah James. So their video is out. Her name is oh, Adiva D. A diva D. So we did a photo shoot out in uh, Atlanta. We did the video shoot down in Atlanta, and uh, you know they got a song out. And you know, look, be on the lookout for her. She's going to high school this year, so this is her prime years for being yeah. able to get followers and stuff like that. She be at Six Flags every day. That's her whole hangout spot and all that. <laughs> okay. So you know, we're gonna be definitely taking. I'm, I'm slowly moving out to Atlanta to to with my with my music and with um, everything else. So all right. Um, so how does how does the difference between uh, East Coast culture and Atlanta culture uh, affected your your music or, you know, just your, yeah, your music. Um, as far as the music, you know, like like I said, I've always been an artist. Like, I got probably, I got a lot of songs and stuff like that myself that mm -hmm. people have never heard because mm -hmm. I just used it for expression for me. Like, it wasn't like, oh, let me promote my music because, mm -hmm. you know, there's such a, 
competition like when you put out like certain rap music and stuff like that it's like other artists look at you like oh i'm better than you or you know this mm -hmm. and that so to me i never wanted to be in that competition because of the fact like it doesn't have to be like that yeah yeah rap is competition but right. it doesn't have to be oh i'm better than you or whatever or it, it automatically brings like hate to people because right. of the fact they feel like it's a competition i got i need to blow before you right right yeah. right but the bottom line is most of us ain't blowing anyway so i right. really just hate for no reason mm -hmm. absolutely so but i didn't want to put myself in that category you know when i got out of college when i was of age to be relevant even though i felt like i was nice enough to do it because of the fact you know i'm competing with people that you know like i feel like there's no reason to compete with them because we're you're probably not going to blow up and mm -hmm. I'm competing with you and you're not going to blow up. So I'm not going to blow up. So I say, you know what? I took the route of, you know, looking at other parts of my artwork, like, uh, you know, the graphic design and the video and started producing videos. And I started off back in the day with the DJ knockout videos, probably before y'all time, but all the artists in Bridgeport that came up, that's like, you know, G's now they'll tell you if, if they was on that DJ knockout DVD, mm -hmm. I was the first one in Bridgeport to put out a DVD, put it like that. So right. DJ Knockout, which was my brother, he was signed to Damon Dash and um, Irv Gotti's brother, Chris, was his manager. Mm -hmm. So my brother, Jadon, was a professional boxer that was ranked right, high. Right, right, right. You know, he was in the Source Magazine, Shout featured and all that stuff. So, you know, when, when I started meeting all these people, I started interviewing them. Like, you know, Cameron would come to Jadon's fights. Jay-Z would come to Jadon's fight. Ja Rule would come to Jadon's fight. Fat Joe would come to Jadon's fight. So every time, you know, these people was at his fights... I'm a video dude, so I just take my camera out and I just mm -hmm. videotape them. And the little interviews I would get, I put them together and then I just put Bridgeport people that was rapping mm -hmm. on a DVD. And we called it DJ Knockout because Jadon was already, before he was like known as a boxer, yeah. he was a DJ. He was a DJ. Yeah. And we would go to the boxing ring and we'll just bring all the local rappers from Bridgeport and we'll have a battle in the middle of the boxing ring. And we done had all the best in Bridgeport. Like anybody that's anything in Bridgeport, unless they young, young. They'll tell you, yo, I wanted to be on DJ Knockout, or I was on DJ Knockout. Right, right. So, you know, we, we had a number of, like, real celebrities on DJ Knockout. A dope mm -hmm. interview with Damon Dash. Dope interview back when uh, Irv Gotti was going through that with the feds. Mm -hmm. I interviewed him about that on the DJ Knockout. Nice. You know what I'm saying? I, Dame Dash, when he was breaking up with Jay-Z on a, the rock and all that, I interviewed him on a Lover, a lover show at Power 105 on the DJ Knockout. Back. So those are just a couple of, I had Don Donald Trump on the DJ knockout. <laughs> oh. Donald Trump back when, you know, he was backstage with Don King in Vegas uh, at okay, the fights okay. when he was chilling with Don King. Before okay. he was even running for president, he was just he's Don Don King's boy. And yeah, he just backstage James, at the fight. He's a very nice guy. No, I didn't. It's whatever. I don't judge people or whatever. I only brought up Donald Trump because that just shows you the level of DVD. Yeah, right, 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 right. Shows you the level of people I had on the DVD. This is a hip hop historian, LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I see. I see this. But yeah, man, you know, we did that. And I know, to get back to your original question, right, you right. asked me about hip hop up here compared to down south. Mm -hmm. Now, up here, it's like I said, it's that vibe of a lot of hate that'll make, like somebody like me, I felt like, you know, back then I was nice at rapping. Like there's no reason for me to say, I don't want to put my music out because of the fact I'm worried about what other people are going to say because there's so much hate. Right. But when I was in Atlanta, I didn't feel that. I was the, I was the freestyle king in sessions, yo. Mm -hmm. we, we would go to anywhere, battle people outside downtown Atlanta. Just not battle, but just have, get in a cypher, freestyle, get busy. Absolutely. Get yeah. busy and just 
dude from Detroit will be in there, dude from Atlanta, dude from California, dude from Bridgeport, dude from whatever. We'll get in a cipher, get busy, and that's it. But Bridgeport is all like, or or Connecticut, I felt like it was like, oh, I got to be better than you. Yeah. Instead right, of like right. feeling like, yo, you know what? We all nice. Let's just all like have a good time. Yeah. It's like such a competition because it's like crabs in a barrel, man. Yeah, it's like I really didn't get kids. that. So that I really won, that no. turned me off from even doing music right, like right. as a rapper. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to help promote these people and show another side of it. Like, you know, individuals that I will work with. I'll help you with the connections I have and do the things I can do just to give you a little exposure. I 100% agree yeah. with you because I used to live out in Decatur myself. Oh, okay. So I, I, was stayed, I stayed out in uh, Atlanta for a couple of years myself. So it's like it's, it's two completely different cultures as far as the whole artist community is concerned. Um, and that like so we talked about our, um, our, our uh, what you call it, our event last night, Kumba mm-hmm. Kickback. Somebody at the uh, kickback, they was like, you know, what made you put something together like this? I was like, well... Because Connecticut needs something like this because this right here is just a normal Friday night in Atlanta. Not even. You know what I'm saying? Like, but not but even. basically the fact that like I had like we had so many artists in one room. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just just chilling, vibing out. That's regular. Cypher. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a regular, regular, it's a regular Friday night in Atlanta. I was like, I I went to a couple of them down in Atlanta. I was like, yo, I need to bring this vibe back home. Definitely. And that's 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 basically like I'm trying to get people to continue working together and stop competing with each yeah, other. Yeah, because we Connecticut really does have this and then that's, competition set. And I'm like, yo, for what? Right. Like, why? And this is why he <laughs> said what he said. It wasn't that there wasn't no talent. Exactly. He don't know there's no talent because there's no unity. Right. right. You know what I mean? So Facts. with us not having any unity and everybody wants to be the so-called best, like, okay, you want to be the best where you're from, but nobody knows where you are. And nobody knows who you are. And here's crazy, because I'm like, yo, because I was talking to a lot of people about this whole situation with what Diddy said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm glad all of y'all misunderstood what he said. Because in a sense, for a hot minute, you had everybody was doing like ciphers trying to send it to Diddy. Then like, yo, show Diddy that we got town out here. I'm like, Diddy never said that there was none here. Mm-hmm. He's like, ain't mm-hmm. nobody out there looking for it. Understand? I was like, Ciroc's in Norwalk. The distribution, right? Yeah. He's here. Yeah. But he's not. We don't like you said. We don't unify. I yeah. was like, here's the thing. I was like, y'all want to act like y'all gonna be the first ones to make it out of Connecticut. I was like, bro, the twins from Jagged Edge was from Hartford. Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like Javier, John Meyer. Javier, yeah, Javier yeah, John Cologne. Mayer, yeah. John Mayer. <laughs> like, like there's, there's, yeah. nobody's afraid. I mean, maybe rap-wise. Maybe rap-wise, right. But you know what? I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been anybody from, so from Bridgeport. Trying to... And yo, shout out to the Skinny Boys. I was, first just I was about to say, to say Shock that. and Sean, shout definitely. Shout out to my boy Sean. Shock I mean, and I mean, Sean. Listen, I, like I said, I'm a historian. I know the game. Because I was shout about to out. ask you, were they down there today? No, they they were recording. They were, know, they, they were, were recording. They, they were supposed to be there, but they, they, they were, were recording. recording. Okay, so okay. Was um go. was was uh, Tony Crush there? Uh, and Nicole Crush? Yeah. Yes, he was. Okay, he was there. Because yeah, that's your man's. Yeah. 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 Okay. He lived yeah. right around the corner from me. Yep. Yeah. yeah he yeah. was there. He was there. Yep. Talking about the Bronx and Queens. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Me, me, and Melly Mel used to do this. You know, like he'll run through. Like his stories is dope. Yeah. So and like I said, like you know, going down south, man. When I was down in Bowie, Maryland, for a bit, like I even noticed down there the difference in the unity. Like in my early stages of the artistry, like I had been up here singing for you know a couple years, and you know was pretty much trying to search for some places to even perform. And then I go down there, 
and I'm there for like two weeks in and I'm singing outside on the choir one day because some dude had his acoustic and three dudes walked up to me and, and was just listening to us, you know, vibing. They were like, you know, I got to, you know, I'm going to hold a um like a happy hour joint. So I want some live artists to come in there and do their thing. And like, y'all dope. So, you know, and he's like, you got any originals? I was like, I got a couple records. You know, at the time I had just really started really getting into it. He was like, cool, you know, I'll pay you some stuff or whatever. And I'm like, bro, this first 14 days back home like i've been doing looking for this shit for like a year yeah so it's it's crazy how like you got to really go outside to you know and you know what another thing to get too, the love i don't want to even sound negative about up here right because the crazy thing is because there's love out it's here. so much talent it, it is that's the crazy thing yo it's so much talent here that's the, the problem but it's just the mentality of most right it's the mentality of most and, and you know I don't know if it's the hip hop thing or whatever I know you do R&B and all right. that but you know like it, it, it's like this hip hop thing is especially when it turned to like hardcore rap because again I was around when hip hop was all about having fun right. kidding playing <clears throat> shit you know what I'm saying dudes doing a kick step in the party yeah. my name is D-Nice self destruction like you know what I'm saying I'll take y'all back to when yo it, it was fun and that's why I like getting into it because I did a video last year with my man Craze and it's about the basic basketball team you know, and they again shout out to Bassett because they one of the top basketball teams <clears> in the state right now. They rank number three in the state, and we about to start the states. But we did a video called um, "Show Them." You know, what I'm saying "Show Them," and it was all about the basket basketball team. They got the team in the background, you know, and they got a little vibe. So we about to do the new video because he did the, uh, another Bassett song. So my point is. The videos, like, I want to bring it back to where people was actually having fun with music. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's like now everything, why got to be so serious? Why you got to be so hard? Why everything got to be about shooting people up? Why everything, why everybody got to be sipping lean? Why got to be, everything got to be so negative, man? And it's like, yo, that's not where it started from. Hip hop started out in the park. You know what I'm saying? It started out where everybody was just having a good time vibing. Right. And it just turned into this. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know what? The worst part is, Everybody that's on that, they really that's not really their life. Like yeah. everybody no, not is not, not everybody's not and they're not just they're just adding to adding fuel to the flame. And I, you know, I, I rival it to like when the East Coast and West Coast was there. Like it didn't have to get to that level to where, you know, we lose somebody like Biggie and Tupac because of the fact everybody just wanted to be so hard in their lyrics. You know what I'm saying? That was real shit. That was real shit. But Everybody now is not necessarily real shit. And it's just everybody feel like they got to rap a certain way to be in. And it's like, yo, just be yourself. You know what? If people would just be their self. Hip hop would be so much more open, so much more wide open than feeling like, listen, I need to rap about shooting people or I need to rap about taking lean or I need to rap about this or I need to, you don't need to rap about nothing but your real life, bro. Mm -hmm. Like J, J. Cole said it, be you. Sounds be beautiful. Whatever he said, yeah. be you. That's beautiful. Be you. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like oh, nobody else can't be you. And you know what? It adds so much more to the game if, if if you're just honest with yourself because it doesn't have to be like it's like gets into a stigma of you have to be this way and it don't. It really doesn't. It don't. Every everybody can come together like. Like you said, like Connecticut, no, the whole Connecticut artist community could be like so dope if like people just came together and like stop. It, it was really clicky. 
It is. And you know the, what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's, that's not the first time I heard that because I was actually talking to um, Shay Melodies um, after mm-hmm. we had her on the show and we were talking, to, we had a conversation about support and I was like, I had, I was talking to an artist, he had moved here from Jersey and he was like, you know, I noticed like the support up here is mad clicky. And then another, and she's not even an artist, but, and she's a lot older than us. And she was saying the same thing. She was like, like, it's ve- like the support is very clicky around here. It's, it's very, it's very interesting and kind of sad to watch. And I've spoken to artists, um, you know, that have told me about the egos that is out here as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. And, and everything like serious. that. Like I had an artist, um, you know, reach out to me. Uh, to do a record that she had written and she's you know she's very very out there and established and she was telling me she's like I reached out to these two artists and they're you know they're doing their thing they're still doing their thing and they was doing their thing at the time and this was before I think this was probably before either right around the time and I released I released my first EP and she was like I went to these two artists she was like but their egos were too much Mm. for what she's like and they're not even that you know they're not even that big and they're not even that serious and not even that whatever. She's like, but their egos were too much. And she was like, I come to you because like you're humble. Yeah. You know, <laughs> crazy thing you say that is because of the fact, like, you know, I I don't want to take over your show or nothing like that, but I'm just talking. And plus it's Ace what you're here for. He's feeling nice he right said now. Space. I'm he telling you, different. like, I'm a Moet dude, but this Ace Matter of fact, I might ask you right for a little right sippy sip of that Ace of Spade. But anyway, last weekend, I was blessed enough. I'm going to say blessed because this is the best party I ever went to. All-Star Weekend, I went to Michael Jordan's birthday party Whew. last weekend. Yeah, Aaron's. Oh, my God. But anyway, you know, of of the one of the most, one, one of the people that stood out to me the most, and again, like I said, I'm a shameless selfie king. Anybody that follows me on social media, again, follow me at Massive Media, M-A-Z-I-V underscore media. Um, one of my favorite things is shameless selfies because I'll be in positions just to be, you know, I'm sitting front row at the fight next to, at the Floyd Mayweather fight next to uh, James Harden. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm taking a picture with you. Bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Nah, like, and, and, and I do that all the time. So it's like, that's a regular thing. You know, I'm in the presence of these people. So I'm like, you know, and I, and I, you know, it's not just a selfie. A lot of times, you, like, it is building with these people that I meet. And one of the, but, but anyway, at the party, the most influential person that I met and actually got to talk to and spent the most time with at the Michael Jordan party was Bob Johnson. I don't know if y'all know who Bob Johnson is, but Bob Johnson owned BET. Yeah, that's okay. That's Bob Johnson. Yeah. And he sold, uh, you know, the Bobcats to Michael Jordan. Yep. You know, so this dude is a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Black billionaire. Right. And the funny, the crazy thing is, you know, all these people, yo, when I tell you, I could go down the list of everybody that was in a party. I could show you a picture with every single person because I'm a shameless selfie king. (laughs) But, yo, Michael Jordan had a section and I'm up in there and Bob Johnson, he's chilling by himself. Not really, you know, talking to nobody. And I went up to him and I'm talking to him and I'm telling him what I do and all that stuff. And this dude took time to actually talk to me. It wasn't like, you know, superficial. Like a lot of people, I mean, I've come across people so many times that, they know who I am, or I might have to remind them, but they know who I am. But Bob Johnson, I've never met, but he wasn't like, oh, Russell Westbrook is over here, or Paul George is here, or Anthony Davis is here, mm-hmm. or, you know, all the people that was there. Kimball Walker, he's right, big right. out in Charlotte and all that stuff. So, you know, but I see Bob Johnson in the corner of Michael Jordan's VIP, and I'm just sitting there talking to him and picking his brain. And to me, like, you can't even pay to have a conversation with this dude. Yo. Right, He right. discovered BET. 
Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and I'm talking to this dude, but my point is, you know, I, I took a picture with him and that mattered nothing. But it's just the the knowledge that he gives me just talking to him for a couple minutes. Like, I tell him what I do. Listen, I got mm-hmm. a couple documentaries that I'm working on right now. What can I do to make these documentaries better? What can I do? And, um, yo, the dude just, you know, he actually sat down and gave me the time. And when you were talking about dope. humble, yeah. you were talking about humble. Yeah. That's yeah. a dude that probably had more money than everybody in there, including Michael Jordan. It's funny that you talk about Bob Johnson. Back when I was in middle school, he has a brother. I I haven't even talked to him in years. Uh, Mr. Lewis, Ronald Lewis. He brought him to speak to uh, the kids at John Winthrop. Bob Johnson? I, I remember because we all had got BET pencils and everything. And we were like, oh, this and that. And we're like, oh, you know, you know, we kids. Like, oh, you know, Puff Daddy. Oh, you know, Maze. <laughs> like, you know, that yeah. ain't nothing for him. That's nothing for him. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, by you saying that, it makes so much sense. I mean, he came out to Bridgeport. That's crazy. I never knew that. Nobody do really again. He came to again, you sitting in the party with all these stars. Like I, I could give you a name of fucking fifty people. I'm sorry. Can we cuss on here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fifty people, easy, man. And I could show you the pictures of all of them. And Bob Johnson, you know, and me, I'm the type of person I got a photograph and mimic. I'm a photographer. Right. So if right. I see you one time, I know who that person is. Right. So I'm like, yo, that's Bob Johnson. Like, damn, I'm right next to you. What up, Bob? Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, you dap me up. You know, I'm talking to him and all this, and I'm just like, yo, this dude is like so cool because nobody's paying this dude no mind. He looked like an old black dude. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who he is, he's just some old black man there. Right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. why is this old black guy at Michael Jordan's party? But yo, he sold the team yeah, to Michael Jordan. There's you know a reason why he's here. And not only that, but yo, you know, I ran into dudes like Akon. Talking to Akon for who's a minute. Bi- who's building you know? what Yeah, right yo, now. exactly. Yeah. These are like influential people, but that's why I say the Michael Jordan party had to be the best party I ever went to. And look, again, if y'all looking at the time and all that, don't worry about it. I'll put in on this shit. No, you're <laughs> good. I, I, I keep up with the time. We go, we go, we go that's, longer. That's, that's my shit, job man. here. I just keep yeah, up with the group. Feel, you don't even worry about it, man. We're going to have a good time. Bye, bye, man. You know what I'm saying? But I brought that up because you was talking about people being humble. And again, I go to Michael Jordan's party. And shout out to, I'm trying to think of this rapper, uh, Neek Bucks. Y'all know who Neek Bucks is? Nah. Neek nah, Bucks. Never. He, like, Nicki Minaj shouts him out and all that. He got over a million followers. Okay. Yo, and, and that was one of the rap dudes I met there. And he was, he was real cool. Shout out to Neek Bucks. Shout out to Fat Joe was there. Russell Westbrook gave me a nice little, you know, Kimball Walker. Uh, Judge Judge Mathis. Nice, Tim, Hard- nice. Tim Hardaway Sr. Um, Paul George. All these dudes that was there. Oh, uh, yeah. Big Cat. Big Cat. Um... From, from Kentucky, all these dudes, that, that was dope. It was a dope party. Shout out to Michael Jordan. Happy birthday. It's a little late, but I was in the building for your party, Mike. <laughs> I was in your VIP for a minute. Got the little video clip. I showed y'all on my Instagram. Y'all see what it is, man. Mad love. That's so what kind love. of things have you learned from being in these circles and talking to all these people? Um, What I learned is basically, you know, number one, people would never think I'm humble because of how I post on Facebook and I post a lot and all that stuff. And I say this and I, I post my clothes and all that stuff. But again, like I feel like as a photographer, social media was like made for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I was still living in the hood. I'll be posting my busted up sneakers in the hood and I'm from the terrace. Shout out to Bridgeport, Bearsley Terrace, 555. I'm in the buildings, y'all. Right. I live right. in the buildings. I lived there when it was 16 buildings before before they made them townhomes. So yeah, yeah. don't get it twisted, yo. I'm from the hood. But again, 
When I came out the hood, yo, it was all about, yo, what you got on when you come out your building? What you got on? Everybody looking at you like, yo, if you had some Jeepers on, we call Jeepers like fake I remember sneaker. that was back If you had Jeepers on, <laughs> niggas is going to clown you from the time you come out the building. So everybody like, yo, why are you trying to wear all this designer shit? It was embedded in me from coming up in the hood. Like, you couldn't come outside with no bullshit because all them dudes going to be hanging on you and all that. So to me, yo, I, I'm just from the hood. So... The more I go to parties and stuff like this, the more, number one, I just thank God that I'm in this position because I know where I came from. I came from the terrace. We were sliding down rocks for our slide. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? We slid down rocks, dude. Like, literally, there was a rock behind the hood, and we used to slide down a rock for a slide. That was, like, our, our, our favorite thing to do. So we had nothing to do. So me, when I'm in circles with people like this, I just look at it, number one, I'm blessed, and I look at it, like, how far I come and look at it how far I could go. Because mm -hmm. I, even though, you know, I'm in the presence of these people, I'm not on the level of these people. Right, right. And it just motivates me more just to be on the level of these people. And not only that, but go farther than these people did. It just tells you if you, in the same, I'm in the VIP with Michael Jordan. What says it can't be my VIP the next time? Why I can't have a VIP next to Michael Jordan the next right, time? Right, right. Why he can't be in my VIP? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and don't right. get me wrong, it's a long shot and all that, but you got to shoot for the stars. My grandmother, my other grandmother, Abula, she passed away right before my other grandmother. And she always told me, she, I lived with her. She didn't want to help me move out to Atlanta. I moved out with her. Mm -hmm. She would just be like, you know what? Shoot for the sun. If you hit a star, you're still good. Yeah, yeah. Shoot for the sun. If you hit a star, you're still good. So to me, I'm always like that. And that's why my son is eight years old rapping right now. Got four videos out. He's only eight years old. We about mm -hmm. to drop his EP. He gonna have an EP out at eight years old. I'm trying to check this dude out, yo. I'm telling you, he's Lil a, Noah James. Lil Noah James already that played dude. him. Yeah, Lil Noah James that dude. We about ball. to come in here. Yo, he got a new joint coming out. You, you don't heard the Mo Bamba joint. Yeah, his name is Noah. We got the No Bamba okay. <laughs> remix. Okay, and we got Steph Curry in the video. We got a bunch of dudes in the video. We was on the on the court with Steph Curry on Christmas Day. I saw that. And my son gave a assist to Steph, and Steph hit the jump shot. I saw that. So that's in the video. That's so just stay tuned, man. Like like I'm doing a lot of big things, and again, even like it. I'm not going to say I'm not. Yeah, I'm very humble. That's the crazy thing because people won't say if they don't know me. But if you know me, you'll be like, yo, that dude is like mad cool. He's mad humble. But from just seeing my social media, you know, I'm in a situation where all this stuff, people will think like I'm bragging because of the fact I'm posting me a video with Michael Jordan. Yo, I'm not bragging. I'm just showing you my life. Mm -hmm. One of my posts this week was, do you live what you post or do you post what you live? That's two different things. Yep. Live what you post. If you live what you post, you're trying to live up to something that you post. Like you might right. be like, yo, oh yeah, I'm in the hood, blah, blah, blah. So now I need to act like I'm hood because I posted I'm in the yeah. hood. I don't do that. I just show you my life. I show you what I'm doing. Okay, I'm in the VIP next to Michael Jordan. Here's what it is. I'm not bragging. I'm just showing you my life, man. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And like I, I tell my son every day, man, be the best you could be. Be the best you could be. People, who cares if people judge you? They only if they judging you, then they not being the best they could be. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, like all that hate and all that stuff. Let that go. Yo, anybody out there that's a hater, stop hating and just try to do, be the best for you. Because if you hating on somebody else, you're not worried about yourself. Yo, I'm not worried about no haters. I'm not worried about no haters. I'm worried about being the best person I could be for my kids and the next generation and taking them to the next level. Like. You know what I'm saying? I'm set. To me, I'm I'm set in life. 
I got a home out here in Connecticut, a home out in ATL, another home in Connecticut. All of them is paid for and good. That's for my kids. I'm trying to build my legacy right now so that they could see, like, you need to be the best you could be. You need to take our name, my last name, to the next level, yeah. Mm-hmm. So people remember us like they remember a Puff Daddy or like they remember a Master P. These are people I look up to. Puff Daddy, Master P, uh, uh, Dr. Dre, Jay Prince. You know what I'm saying? People like that that actually just put on for their hood or whatever. I haven't gotten a chance to do it to the level as they, as they have done it. But on a small level, I feel like I have because Bridgeport, anybody in Bridgeport that's coming up and rapping and all that, they all know me because of the fact, yo, I've done so many videos for free. I put these dudes in, in DVDs with, with Irv Gotti, DVDs with, you know what I'm saying, Cameron, DVDs with Jay-Z, DVDs with all these dudes. They didn't, they didn't pay me no money, and I'm not looking for no money. I'm just looking to help people out with the situation that I've been blessed to be put in. Yeah, you was even uh, working with Smooth on his uh, yeah. his video with the party jam joint. Yeah, oh no, we still gonna do that. Yeah, we, oh yeah, we, we definitely. We, we, we was actually talking about that. Uh, what was it? Uh, two days ago, right? We was talking about that two days ago. That video is a vibe, man. Yeah, we definitely gonna work on that. So yeah, we definitely gonna have fun with that. So you said you was out in Atlanta and you saw Cardi and them. So. Was that the same one that our boy, what's his name? Robert Kraft was that? Robert was that, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, well. <laughs> I like that segue. segue. I, like that, I like that segue. I like that. You I'm usually the segue king. The segue he he king. had to take that, but it's all good. That wasn't, that wasn't, he wasn't at the concert, but right, right after, right before she came to that, she was there with Bob Kraft. Because okay, I saw okay. the post. I saw the post. And, and shout out to Atlanta for Super Bowl because, you know, like I said, I live out there too. And I didn't think Super Bowl weekend was going to be as dope as it was because Atlanta got a lot of traffic, yo. Hell yeah. The traffic is so crazy in Atlanta. And I was like, yo, Super Bowl? Like, yo, that's mm-hmm. going to be hard to do because yeah. all these people coming traffic is going to be crazy. But, yo, they, they figured it out. They figured it out. Shout out to Magic City. I was up in there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Stats. City, I went to the Stats yeah, party yeah, with yeah. Deion Sanders and Snoop Dogg. That was a dope okay. vibe. Pre-party okay. for the Super Bowl. And the only thing I didn't like about the Super Bowl is the Patriots won. Besides that, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Patriots. I'm a Falcons fan. But hey, <laughs> that's why go. I didn't like the Rise Super Bowl because the Falcons wasn't Rise in up. it. Rise up. Yeah. We should have been in our own Super Bowl. So since we that bashing was- on the Patriots, you know, <laughs> I guess it's only right to speak upon the uh, prostitution uh, sting ring thing they got going on with Mr. Robert Kraft, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently he has two counts against him right now. Um, uh, how do y'all feel about this situation? I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm, I can't I'm, say I am either. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm just like, you know, your man's is uh, 45. And this comes out, and you oh, know. I thought you was ta- like I thought you said Robert Kraft was forty five. I was about to say his name. I'm not saying his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't say yeah. his name. Ooh. He's not Sandra Bland. Donald Duck. Oh. <laughs> 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 He's not Sandra Bland. I'm, hey, listen, man. Ouch. Um. Yeah, yeah but um, it, it didn't surprise me either. But what I have heard is that uh, there are a number of other uh. I guess high profile people that they have on this list of indictments. Mm. Robert Kraft just happened to be the first. I mean, you look at if you got Robert Kraft in there, mm-hmm. you know the level of people that's in there. Right. Bottom that's line, what I'm, that's what I'm the saying. Bottom line is, yo, you know, if you go into the spot and that's the spot to go to. I mean, if Robert Kraft go in there, exactly, that's the spot. 
Exactly. Because he was to told about to. it by one of his peers. Exactly. And, you know, that's that's a high-level thing. They only bring in Robert Kraft out because he owned the Patriots and all that. But it's going to be a lot of other names. And the Actually, bottom line is, this dude is, you know, dude, 70, what, 77 years old? Just about. 77 yeah. years old, man. Like, like truthfully, if you want to trick on hoes, let him. Yeah, I don't blame it, him. It, it, but it, you it. know what? I tell you what. The media need to treat him like they treat all our people that be going through all that bullshit. Oh, oh, they about to. They, they need about to. to. They need, that's all I'm saying. Yo, you got caught. Yo, you did the time. You did the crime. You need to whatever they say you got to do. Like, don't it? Come on. They said they got him on video doing acts. I saw that on Sports Center this morning. They got him on video performing acts. So stop denying it, yo. Stop saying that you gotta look alike. Whatever you're gonna say, <laughs> I don't even know what your, your I don't know what your he defense can be alike. when they say they got a. Vi- I mean, what's he gonna say? He said he categor- categorically denies it. Categorically denies it. What does that mean? Yeah, I'm about means, to ask the same question. <laughs> that means like, is, yo. That means yo. I'm totally denying it. That's so not that's like that plead never, the fifth. No, not plead. Plead the fifth means I'm not saying anything. Right. He's saying <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah. Now ESPN is saying they got videos of this dude doing it. So somebody lying. Bottom line, you know what I'm saying? Somebody is lying. And the bottom, I mean, bottom line is, yo, dude, you you a multi billion billionaire. Yo, just say I fuck some hoes. Because, yo, you're going to come out looking like a liar if not. I mean, you categorically denied it, and now they got videos of you. What you going to do, the R. Kelly thing, and say that wasn't me on the video? Like, the uh, president did it. That's worse. all he could do is say, yo, that ain't me. <laughs> yeah, the president did The president that ain't did it. Me. Like, come on now. Uh, but, um, Was the president on video, though? He might have been. I think they got videos Being of him pissing video. on. No, wait, I think they got videos of him pissing on Russian uh, <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> or them pissing on him. It's one of the two. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, the reason why I say they they gonna do Robert Kraft the same way they do us is because he's standing beside oh, us, <laughs> standing beside Meek, standing beside Jay Z, like working on prison reform, trying to get us out of jail. I think that's why they they targeted him first, possibly. Like, oh, oh, you want to stand next to them? Oh, you want to dance with Cardi B? You want to be with Meek? All right, we got you. Yep. Sound about right, yo. Sound right. about right. That's what it you know what? It's, it's been a history of that. And I will take you back to the Panthers. I'll take you back to Sam Cook. I'll take you back to anybody mm-hmm. you, how far you want to go back to. Oh, we, we I'm, can a go co- back. I'm a co I'm a co pro historian with, with Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and, and uh, Hoover and everybody else. So they did it to our people for a long time. Absolutely. And again, JFK. You know what I'm saying? Anybody those that are tries way to, higher level right. people than Robert Kraft. Anybody but Robert Kraft, you the new ally. level dude that's trying to be down with black people. We gotta shut you down too, bro. <laughs> There's a history I mean, continuously. We, I still hate itself. the Patriots, though. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about our white allies a lot, but there's a cost to being a white ally. It really is. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't. They don't know. I mean, like their own people will, will take you the fuck out if if you try to side with us quick you saw I mean mm-hmm. have you ever seen the Hell time yeah. what they do to uh, what's her name in, uh, in the time to kill oh man oh, with yeah, Matthew yeah. McConaughey and yeah. Sandra Bullock yo yeah. they, he was like you gonna side with them and by the know, way you might want to take a sip of this kind. shit before it's gone cause I'll, 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 hold on about, let me, this let me. about to go <laughs> yeah let me get a cup this shit let me get a cup of that let me get a cup of that let me get a little sip let me get a little sip before you go cause this shit about to be yo grab me a cup Ace of Spades we re-popping we re-popping yo I'm telling y'all this Ace is like I don't know and by the way, I that that rose and rock candy that's my shit. So if anybody see anybody putting that's a fact, yo, anybody yeah. see that rock candy in that shit? What was in your cup. 
Yeah. 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 Anybody else see that rock yeah. candy yeah. with the with the champagne in their shit? Y'all know that came from me. Oh, y'all, y'all about to be going off that Ace of Spade, yeah. <laughs> we on that Ace, y'all. Popping yeah, Rose, Ace of Spade my up God, in here. Yeah, shout man. Out, shout out to Rhythm and Blues, man. These my dudes, man. Bruise, bruise, bruise. That's how you know that bruise is hitting them right now. <laughs> Rhythm and bruise, baby. Yeah, bruise. Nah, this bruise we is real nice. We re community to get on. Yeah, man. So with that, you know. And I know we said we ain't going to talk about him no more, but nah, we got to talk here. about this. We, we got to talk about this. You know, he he turned himself in this morning. He on a, a million dollar bond. Who? The Pied Piper. Oh, wow. Can I just say it's not a good week to be named Robert? It is. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. He's going to be called Bobby. Let me ask you a question. Are we going to discuss all these labels and all these uh, clothing lines being racist? Oh, we getting there. Oh, we getting there. Oh, oh, we, we, making we sure, getting there. making sure we there, too. Cause yeah, we I'm a dude there. that be wearing that fashion. I ain't going to front, man. And I got a lot of Gucci that, yo, a lot of people asking me, yo, yeah, you wear that Gucci all the time. You still going to? Yeah, I'm going to still wear it. I ain't going to lie. But I ain't going to buy no new shit. All right. I ain't gonna buy no new All shit. Right. I, yo, I done invested we'll too to much in them motherfuckers <laughs> to keep that shit in my closet. But yeah. I ain't buying no new shit unless it got Dapper Dan on it. That, and that's, I still fuck with that, but. And I respect you for that just off the strength of, you know. All right, people burning mm-hmm. their shit and stuff. Only Y'all fifty cent was burning his shit. Only fifty. Nah, nah. They have videos of people burning oh, okay, purses. Burning fifty bags. cent looks like he was burning a, a, a what you call it flea market. T-shirt. Nah, nah. I had that shirt. I got that shirt. Okay. I got that shirt. That's that a real like, okay. shirt. That shirt four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. That's a real shirt. <laughs> for that, I didn't yes, buy four hundred for that t shirt. And this is why it. I don't wear Gucci. Bro, exactly. Gucci got a two hundred ninety five dollar pair of socks. I went on they on their website. Yeah, and nope. I was like the fuck for nigga. Like anyway. God damn, yeah, but Robert yeah. Kelly. Oh man, he well, I mean, look, the the funny thing is when they um when the when the other person that we're gonna talk about a little later, Jesse, mm-hmm. when Chicago police went in after Jesse, a lot of people was like, "Well, they gonna get R. Kelly next?" And what happened? Two they days later, Boom. they got R. R. Kelly, Kelly too. With like, weakness. he ain't right. paying them no more. I mean, that's what it is. They he ain't paying them no more. So uh, this as far as I um. Uh, According to the news, I think he turned himself in um, this morning. This morning, mm-hmm. yeah, one million dollar bond. I mean, he he might have that. That only means that you got to pay a hundred thousand, right? So that ain't nothing. Right. You got to pay ten percent. No, that ain't nothing to these. Yeah. Dudes. So James, remember when you said that when you went to go see R. Kelly? This is you know, I'm listening before or whatever. He went to go see R. Kelly. R. Kelly didn't even have a band. Right. Oh yeah, his his you know, his tour has gone down. So and I've seen R. Kelly probably at least six times. Mm-hmm. I'm a dude that goes to every concert, any concert that's out there. I want to see the best dudes out there, just so you could see and you could just be like, you know what? Take a piece of this dude or see what they. Because to me, yo, you could do whatever you want in a studio, yeah. but until you go live and you go up in there, there's a lot of studio. Oh, yeah, there's absolutely. a whole lot of studio a whole artists out thing. there right it's now. It's a whole different thing. So R. Kelly, I saw him in the uh, I believe I could fly days. Okay. At the, okay. At the, at the, uh, the at the theater in the Madison Square Garden yes. where he going up the steps like he's going to heaven and mm-hmm. all that to where he got a whole stage show. I'm saying right, no, right, he did, right. no, yo, yeah, he yeah. did. No, yeah, steps going up do. to heaven. Like I believe I could fly going up the steps. Do him now. Mm-hmm. I can see him. But now it's a DJ and smooth. It's a DJ. Remember yo. you said so. He has. Uh, he can't even afford his band. Yeah, he can't afford a band. 
I mean, listen, he he's that's what I'm saying. He might have so that that, that bail money. It might be a little. Yeah, it might be a little steep for him right now. Steep. Mm-hmm. That ten percent still may be a little steep. Yeah. Do y'all but, feel like this is new footage or is this footage back? No, I'm pretty original? sure it's old pretty footage. Pretty sure they just resurfaced. Little, oh yeah, exactly. I mean, I saw something. I mean, you know, I don't really like to go off Twitter and social media. Mm-hmm. I like to actually go for credible sources, but. Well, Twitter will find some shit. Uh, out. Yeah, Twitter will find yeah. some shit. I'm not. I'm not saying that they're you know always false, but people just be saying a lot of shit. This is but really good. Somebody said that they have. There was like a new tape that ha- that did emerge. Um, I didn't click the link. Oh, know, I didn't care. So yeah, because I was like, it's not really. I'm not fascinated yeah. by it. But you know, it could be. Um, they could you know definitely resur- re resurface the old shit and. Who knows, man? There could be some new shit. But there's really not no statue of limitation, probably. And you know what? That show, again, if you like, when the show comes out or something like that, that gives a lot of other people ammunition to actually say something. So that I think that was what was good about the show because yeah. the bottom line is, yo, that dude is wrong, man. Speaking yeah. of that, have that you heard that wrong, Lifetime man. ordered a, like a whole eight seasons of Surviving R. Kelly? I heard that. And I was what? Like, Shut it what? down. They ordered eight seasons of Shut Surviving R. Kelly. I'm like, okay, down. if you like, why? Why eight seasons Stop. of one person? It was if y'all money. gonna go money. down like Hollywood, like yeah, let's do that. Right. But, but eight, eight seasons of Surviving R. Kelly. Like, the first three mm. were hard to watch. I was about to say, and mm. you gave it back to back. Like I thought it was gonna be one and two next week, <laughs> three and four mm-hmm. next week. It was one, one and two, two. F- Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's that's the move though. You gotta yo. You well, know what? Think, yeah, you people don't do there. that. People don't do that. They be on that next week. Fuck next week, man. But trying, that's you right. see that. I'm trying you're to see right. that shit now, nigga. You're right. You're like, absolutely that, right. You know what? That's why Netflix is killing them. Cause you absolutely. can watch that you're shit right. straight through. Let's absolutely. go. I'm trying to watch that shit right now. Anybody trying to wait till next week? We might not be here next week. What happened? Listen, you ain't no, even listen, seeing part two, yeah. nigga. I died. Yo, what the fuck? I'm saying, yo. Yeah, I, I, nah, I ain't I see that. I was too busy dying. You know, what the fuck? I missed that shit. <laughs> so speaking of Chicago, um, we, we was talking about Jesse. Was it last episode, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so oh, he also turned himself in. Oh, uh, bonded himself out the next day. Um, so what do you think about the fact that you know he's been charged with a uh, let me tell you something. I got in a lot of beef with a lot of people on my Instagram and my Facebook because when that shit happened, that shit was fishy from the jump for me. Like, why you still got the noose on for 45 minutes later? Like, right, I don't right. get that shit. Like, I immediately took that shit off. If, yeah. if somebody coming up to me choking me with a noose and I'm getting all fucked up next thing you know, yo, the first thing I'm doing is taking a fucking noose off. 45 minutes when you, first of all, why you waiting 45 minutes to report this to the police? Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, number one. And number two, it's like, yo, 45 minutes later, you still got the fucking noose on? And why'd you call Lee Daniels first before you called the police? Right. I need mean, yeah. you listen. That, that, that. <laughs> I think. That's all fishy, yo. Exactly. That's all fishy. And what so. did I say? I said last time. I said, said I know we wait for this to develop, but this seems like an episode of Empire. Yep. You did. This yep. seems like an episode I mean, of Empire. You look at dude, he's 36 years old. He probably about to get written off of Empire. He just, I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah, he's 36. Yeah, he ain't young. He's 36 years old. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, uh, well, no, but that, I mean, as yeah. far as being in the industry, <laughs> being in the industry in the, his time's almost up. Yeah, you've been in the industry 36 years old, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And the thing about it, everybody else on Empire, they got them slave contracts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're not really making, you can't really make money on the side of Empire. That's no, because every why record Diddy, you do, Fox gets that. Exactly. That's why Diddy didn't let his son on that shit. Absolutely. Well, Quincy wasn't on that shit. Absolutely. Well, he's like, on a star. 
Yeah, but that ain't Empire. Yeah, but he's the same same writer. But he's not right. He's not rapping on Star, is he? It ain't the same contract. It ain't the same. Oh no, you're he's just acting. It ain't the right. same. It doesn't matter. I, I mean, I only watched the first four episodes of Star, but like I could after that first episode, I said I'm not watching. No, nah, I couldn't get I, like that. Couldn't that uh, that white girl like she was you bothering me? Might be on Star, but I guarantee you that's a different contract. We'll no, know. you're I'm absolutely sure. right. Because yeah. right. Empire sure. is doing a whole tour, and they was just bringing the Empire. Really? People. Yeah, y'all, they had the Empire tour of people that's going on, and yeah, they mm-hmm. brought um to the casino. They had Damn. everybody from Damn. Empire yeah. on a casino tour. Like, and I go to all them shows at the casino, so I know. They okay. was like, yo, basically, you know, that him, they wanted they did a whole tour. Because they own all your rights to everything in yeah, no. Empire. So yeah, it was a couple they people that, stuff. It was a couple like, people that refused like, to go on that, that show. show? Uh, what's that show? Uh the 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 con the, the, the uh the show with Simon. You know, oh, American oh, Idol. Oh, yeah, 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 they do the same thing. They, all, they yeah. own everything, and then we're going to yeah, go on a tour, and yeah, we own all that, too. Yeah, yeah. See them fucked up They're doing that shit. But my thing is, with the whole, if you writing, if you getting written off, why on earth would you go to this extent? That's my thing. Like, what? Yeah. Like what? what's the purpose? What's the goal? Everybody gets written off of a show. I think Lee Deals has something to do with that. You think so? Uh, yes. Do- I, listen, man. Lee Deals just seems like a shady character. You still owe Dame Dad. I was about to say because yeah, I mean, you still owe my we, man Dame. Dame was it like two million. Nah, I heard he paid him. Yeah, he it did. doesn't matter if he paid him or not. The bottom line is, yo, you came up off of dudes like that, so you you wasn't nothing not that long ago. You're right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, and I don't got nothing against Lee Daniels or or I don't look at anybody any type of way. But bottom line is, yo, you could be here one minute, and and that's why what you said. I have to say, you're like, why would you do it? Blah, blah, blah. You're about to get written off a show. Your career could be ending. You, these dudes don't have no other type of job, don't have any right. other type of skills but what they're doing. So once they write you off in Hollywood and you don't got nothing to do, you still got like 40 years to live. And what you what you doing Bruh, for your money, man? Go out I mean, there like, and audition for movies. Because I mean, if like, you look at like- Hit up Tyler say, Perry. Tyler Perry getting everybody. Say, if you, that's, you, easy for <laughs> us to, that's easy for us to say <laughs> as people that- with, uh, Yeah, I know. You know, but, but for them, yeah, yeah. For them when you got real bills in yeah, front yeah. of you- But look you, how, uh, what's his name? Just, he came up and I had said this before it even happened because they caught my mans from the Cosby show. Nelson. Oh yeah, yeah. They I know you him about. working at Trader Joe's, and there ain't and nothing wrong with that. And I was like, and I was there's like, nothing wrong with no, working at Trader all. Joe's, and that's man. what he was saying. Yeah. And, Elvin and Elvin, Elvin right? Yeah. And and everybody on the internet was retweeting him because chick was trying to clown him. I was like, mm-hmm. watch what happens. Y'all gonna keep retweeting this man, and he gonna end up right back in the, in the industry that he in. And Tyler Perry yeah. went and, and scooped his ass up, scooped his ass up, and then when he at what what award show was at the the SAG Awards, SAG Awards. So I'm saying like, and Christopher Maloney. From SVU, wrote his character off, but he then had his own sitcom, and he's been in different shows. He's mm-hmm. had cameo, so it's like Yo. Christopher Maloney left SVU on his own. Well, I'm, okay, so yeah, yeah. he I'm wanted saying, to do other right, things. He, he was trying to, to play in the same role all the so time. So I'm like, all right, so mm-hmm. if they write you off, they write you off. Listen, I'm glad y'all brought up Elvin just because of the fact that just shows you. Listen. There's nothing wrong with working at Trader Joe's. That's like a regular person life. Like, and that's what, what he wanted. Wrong with, you know what I'm saying? That's all he was doing. I mean, SWV don't get me wrong. They gave him an opportunity. Jeffrey right. Owens. Why are you calling him Elvis? You knew his name because I didn't think of his name. I was trying to think of his real name. I felt bad calling him by his character, but I was like, look, I don't know his name. I got my phone right here, but I ain't going to Google it. Sometimes you, when you, so, when you fuck that, it's Elvin on this show. When you grow up with these characters, you just call 
call him by yeah. his name. But, I mean, but my black point people is, was calling uh, what's his name Heathcliff all through the damn <laughs> right <laughs> trial. So but go ahead, James. Well, yo, my point is, is this: what's wrong with being a regular person? Yeah, absolutely nothing. nothing. Like yeah. yo, people like like, I, and you know what the worst is? I think the worst and the best thing in the world that ever happened was social media. Yeah, because yeah. It, it, it's like. People can make money, especially chicks, can mm, just make money nothing. for having fake bodies looking good. And oh, I'm just gonna post myself. Having a big you know. ass is a talent. Who would have fucking it's not a, like exactly? They the new A and R's of rap. <laughs> yeah, for real, <laughs> they are. Nah, that, for real, they, they are. are. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. the new A and R's of rap. That's the crazy the thing is, now I'm serious. I don't paid chicks that got a million followers to post Lil Noah James on their shit. I don't did it. I don't did it. Yeah. Just because the fact, yo, he That's got the game. He got two hundred followers overnight. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because this chick, I ain't even gonna say her name because she got a million followers, but she got a million followers and yo, I showed her the video. She was like, "This is dope." I was like, "Good." Take your ass to Noah and then <laughs> post his name <laughs> for a hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? Two hundred followers the next day. That's yeah. better than doing the uh, sponsored shit. Yeah, and I yeah. only get twenty people in a week. <laughs> Go shake I'm sa- yo, that's what they do. But nah, nah, that that's what they do. Exactly what they do. That's not a lie, and that's that's why I say they're new A and R's because crazy. they'll say, "Listen, send me money." And I'll uh, and you know, I'll, no, I'll shake my ass to the video. Yeah. And then yo, you have two hundred followers the next day, two hundred new followers. And to me, it's worth it. Hundred bucks, yo, that's worth it to me. Can you shake your ass to a podcast? I just want to know. <laughs> 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 He's like asking for a friend. Uh, I, just, like, I just need to know. He's for, like, for I'm trying to ask for a friend. I need to know for us. I'm trying to see something. Yeah. <laughs> I know a couple. We of, we can use some followers. I'm, uh, saying, I'm right. trying to. I'm, yeah, yeah, man, I know a couple of. Shit, they got, got some good prices, do, bro. Right, yeah, yeah, nice asses. Yeah. That's crazy. Wifey yeah. was mad. Like, yo, why this chick shaking her ass? A little no JV. I said, look, you gonna two, see two hundred followers in by the morning, mama. Yeah. Two hundred yeah. followers yeah. by the morning. Followers <laughs> turn into income. Real that's followers come, at that's that. What it come down to right. not bought followers. That's what I'm saying real, real followers. followers. Because you know what? People could have talent, but until people actually see you, it doesn't matter. And like yeah. I said, these chicks, yo, all you gotta do is have a crazy fat ass. The next thing you know, you got all these followers. But you know what? J- I got that shit from Jadakiss. He said that the strippers is the new A&Rs of hip-hop because of the fact you... Like, it, the game ain't like it used to. You had to get signed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, l- let me tell you, son. Everybody out there that's trying to get signed, please stop. Please stop. Mm-hmm. Especially because, if you're over 30. No, no, period. <laughs> because of the fact, yo, that should not be your goal. Your goal should not be to get signed. The game is set up to you. You can do it by yourself. Pretty much. That's why these The game is set up where you can do it by yourself. So basically, yo, but you, you got all the tools you can be seen oh, definitely read and all that. No, I'm talking about even before you get to paperwork. Yo, you could come in G Studios today. Hey. Yes, sir. Come in G Studios, right? Make a hit. Put it on the Instagram. Enough people follow you. Next thing you know, you put that shit on fucking uh, iTunes and you sell it and you get 100% or 95% of the money. The reason why I said read the paperwork is because SoundCloud's uh, terms and conditions change where they they get a percentage off of any income you get off of your records. Yeah, but you still independent. You know what I'm saying? Versus trying to get signed to a deal and these dudes putting you on the fuck. Yo, Yo, they think signing a deal, oh, I'm good. Like you, oh, no, nah, not at listen, all. Hell, Yo, you you're see, even worse signing to a yeah. deal than being independent. Not even because of the money, some. because of the fact these motherfuckers be signing you 
just so they could get a tax write off to put you on a fucking shelf. Right. Right. Absolutely. It's mad people out here signing that never came out with a record. Yeah. Because of the fact these dudes need the tax write off. Like, look, I put a hundred thousand, I put two hundred thousand to this dude. Now, yo, I'm not but you're not you're still not worth me putting you out. But you're worth my tax write off of a hundred thousand dollars. And people looking to get and that's why I say stop trying to get signed. Go out, promote yourself. Get 250,000 followers, get 100,000 followers or whatever, and they're going to come to you with some other... They're going to come to you. Yeah. Don't go to them. Yeah. Let them come to you. Build up yourself to a point to where they feel like they have to sign you. But that's the one thing I give credit to these these new young... The young littles, as they call them. Um, they 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 have that... that I wouldn't even call it a business acumen, but they, they have that... That mindset of yeah, I'm gonna just put my music out on SoundCloud and it's gonna get hot, and all these record labels are gonna come to me. We didn't have that. We growing up, people was like rapping outside of record labels when we was coming up. You're right. Please listen to my demo. Right. Exactly. Please listen to my demo. Tony Braxton got found at a gas station. Listen, I met Sai High the Prince at the Decatur train station. Now look where he at. Yeah. Writing for Kanye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. It's it's like that. Like the 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 young cats out here, they they out here. Uh, shout out to Lorenzo Neal. He just dropped out a um a, a new EP. This or well, not EP. It's a whole album. Uh, this past Friday, check that out. Um, I don't remember the title of it, so I'm gonna keep it going. But yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of these young cats. They just out here putting out their own music independently, and they get into the bag off that. I mean, let me tell you something, man. Yeah, everybody try to get look, looking at Soldier Boy some type of way. He is a fucking innovator. Oh yeah, oh, he yeah. is an innovator. I don't know if y'all talked about the money. Yeah, nah, we definitely did. talked about him. But yeah, like that motherfucker, yo, he changed the game. Soldier Boy changed the game, and y'all could look at him like a clown or whatever. But nobody wasn't getting all that dough off off, off of independently. Yo, the nigga made his beat himself, did whatever he started 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 getting he did money off YouTube himself. Himself. Yeah. So y'all again. Now he made it able for people to go out there and just get on the internet and make your own shit. That's dope. That's dope. But the thing is, people like people in the mentality like it's the '90s, like you gotta get signed or something. You don't gotta get signed. Like yo, yeah, all that money you 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 spend on, on going to the studio and like having a hundred songs, right? Like do this. I, and don't get me wrong, I don't have no hit songs out, so you don't really gotta listen to me. I'm just trying to give y'all some advice. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yo, stop recording a hundred fucking songs because more than likely you ain't gonna get on. So you better off recording four songs, right? And spending the rest of that money to fucking promote them four songs and push them three, four songs and get them heard. Y'all still out there fucking recording all these songs, recording all these songs, being in the studio all day, but yo, nobody don't know who you are. Like, yo, go out, put some posters and do some old school shit. I'm an old school nigga. You, like you said, you seen the Noah Jane poster right. in, 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 in white. Yep. I'm going to go and put them posters up everywhere in Connecticut this summer. I'm going to hit every fucking city. And Noah going to have eight songs. Eight. And that's how yo, he's born on 8-8, August 8th. And again, rest in peace to my daughter, Nala Jade. Noah was a twin. Nala passed away, but and we got a song about that. We we did uh, Dear Mama, did Dear Nala. You know what I'm saying? He's doing that eight years old. And again, everybody in Connecticut gonna know him off of not even just from hearing the songs, but just going to the gas station and seeing his poster. What's up with that? 
Everybody looking at social media like, yo, I'm just going to throw it on social media. Y'all forget about the actual physical seeing people. Mm-hmm. Guerrilla promotion. Y'all know what that is? Yep. Guerrilla promotion is going out, putting your posters up, putting them flyers in the gas station, putting them flyers out and all that stuff. Y'all forgot about that. People, don't even, do, people don't even do physical even, flyers no more. But you know, know what? Motherfuckers still go to the gas station. You still pay for gas, right? The when most you, simplest places you could put stuff to promote yourself. Yeah. Grocery store, gas, gas station, stations. corner store, bodega. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, anybody in Bridgeport that been in the bodega done seen Noah James Valley Farms. Shout out to Valley Farms out there. That's there too. Yo, no yeah. shit still in Valley Farms. You go to Valley Farms right now, you are gonna see Noah shit in the window. And we about to redo that whole sweep this summer. I'm off for the summer's own work, not like that. We about to hit the whole Connecticut from Stanford. You know what? Shout out to the whole Connecticut, Stanford all the way to Norwalk, all the way to Bridgeport, all the way to. Stratford, all the way to New Haven, all the way to Hartford, all the way to Uncasville. <laughs> Yo, I'm saying Uncasville is popping. They got right casinos here. out that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Everybody out there in between, man, we got a dope state. But we gotta promote each other. We gotta we gotta support each other and stop all this fucking bullshit hating, man. You know what I'm saying? Self-destruction was made a long time ago because Scott LaRock got killed. You know right, what I'm right. Saying? Scott mm-hmm. LaRock got killed, and they got a dope documentary on um, uh, Netflix about that when they when they made self destruction. And the point is, yo, self destruction, like we killing each other, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we killing each other, and it's like, yo, we got to stop that because of the fact that's their plan. Their plan is for us to kill each other. They started that a long time ago with COINTELPRO bringing all the drugs into our community and all that stuff, and we falling for the okie doke all day. We falling for the okie doke, girl. Now this, is, I hate to get like you know historical on y'all, but we are like the uh, this generation right here is like the grandchildren of the crack generation. Yep. So you wondering why like kids is wild and everything is going on? Yo, crack was the eighties. They had kids and they had kids. Them all them crack motherfuckers went to jail. They had kids and nobody was there to raise them. Mm-hmm. Who was raising them kids? Grandparents. Everybody grew up with the Siren. You grew up with your grandmother, nigga. Your grandmother was your mother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I know that for a fact because we was in Marina Apartments in the Greens. That's where he from. Mm-hmm. I was there with him. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, yeah. this is the real. And everybody got a story like that. Oh yeah, my grandmother, my grandmother. You know why your grandmother raised you, nigga? Because your father was in jail. Your mother was in jail. Your mother was on crack or whatever. So this is the generation of kids that didn't have no parents to raise them. The grandchildren of kids that didn't have nobody to raise them. And you know what? We got to stop that, man. We got to stop that because it's only going to get worse and worse. Why you think mumble rap is around, yo? Because these dudes don't have the fucking thought process to take time and actually write something dope. They just riding with these beats and just saying whatever because of the fact, yo, yep. they on fucking lean. They on everything. And they don't got they on these pills and yeah, shit, they and they don't got nothing shit. to say, man. And it's like, yo, that's not cool because this is where our generation is going. If you look at rap and all that shit, I'm glad on, you man. brought that up because didn't Future just recently come out and say he uh, he quit uh, sipping lean like years ago and still rapping about it? Still got kids yeah. following him, listening yeah. to his music, thinking, you know what I'm saying? Drinking but he ain't cold, doing that shit. Right. Cold, he ain't dude. doing that shit anymore. He's not. But he know that's the cool thing. So Right. But it's not the cool thing. You just fucking up our culture, yo. Yeah. You're you're just you're fucking up our culture. You could anybody that act like don't get me wrong, there's people that's caught out on lean and all that stuff and they rap about it. I can't even look at you no type of way because you caught out on it. But I'm just trying to like like 
we're talking about the furtherment of, of our people, man. Of our people. And you got to look where we came from, yo. Not even that long ago, our people couldn't vote. You know what I'm saying? We were sitting on the back of the bus. We couldn't even, Sam Cook couldn't even uh, stay in the hotel where he performing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We coming from shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That King Cole, motherfuckers like that, yo. Do your history. They performing in these spots and they can't even stay in them spots. Now we got they these coming through the back door. Exactly. Now we got these dudes staying in suites and they ain't even saying nothing. Like, yep. yo, you got a voice to say something. You got something that, like, 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 we got people like 30, 40 years ago, we couldn't do nothing and, and, and everything was substance. Now we got a chance to say everything. We staying in the top suite. We ain't saying shit. For real. What kind of shit is that, man? Yo, y'all got anybody that signed, they got a million followers and all that. Y'all got a duty, man. Y'all got a duty to say something to these kids, say something or whatever, and let them know, man. You know what? Know our history. Because if we don't know our history, you know what? Like, yo, Malcolm and Martin Luther King wasn't that long ago. No. But you know what? To these kids today, that's ancient history. It ain't ancient history. No, nah, our parents like 40, still alive. Like 40 years ago, yo, slavery wasn't that long ago. So you mean it our wasn't. Grand, our great-grandparents. Well, my parents were still alive. Great-parents <laughs> or at least great-great-grandparents were slaves, yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we went, yo, I was in New Orleans. I went out to New Orleans. I do shit like, yo, I'm going to the plantation tour. I'm going to go look at all these slave plantations and shit like that and look at this shit and just see how they was living. And, yo, they were selling slaves. It wasn't that long ago, man. Last one was in 1977. Yo, is, was you with us? Yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers was living in them slave houses in the 70s in New, in, uh, in New Orleans. Not New Orleans. Right outside of New yeah. Orleans. They was living Indenture in- Indentured servants. Indentured servants still yep. in the 70s. Y'all won't believe that shit. But, yo- it's like, and you know what? I hate to get all political on that shit, but yo, you know what? When you got a voice to say something, man, you got to say something. I feel like, like we could talk about rap and we could talk about Jesse, Jesse, and all that shit. But yo, you know what? That's just a distraction for us to be looking at some bullshit instead of looking at what's really going on. Instead of looking at yo Donald Trump, like. And all the shit that's really going on, man. You know what I'm saying? They want to just throw these distractions out there, Robert Kraft, so we could not worry about what's really going on, man. And you know what? It's a lot of real shit going on, man. And it's like, yo, you know what? All I can say is anybody that got kids, yo, get your kids right. Get your kids right so mm-hmm. our next generation ain't on that same bullshit that this generation is on. Because, yo, it's a lot of kids that grew up without their parents. Right now, a lot of parents, you know, it ain't like the crack generation anymore. It almost started over You know so It's like now Yo take your kids man And get your kids right So that they could be The next generation That start On some different shit man You know what I'm saying like, So I, I, I hate to be No you good I hate to be like, preaching out I'm, here, I'm glad like you on the On the vibe that you on Because you're talking about You know things that are going on And things that are wrong With this current generation So what do you think about What do you think about Cancel culture And how everything's going on With that you said cancer? Cancel, cancel culture. culture. Like uh, I'm not sure what that is. What so is all right, that? so basically cancel culture is like, all right, let's just let's let's think about R. Kelly for a second. All right. How um the surviving R. Kelly joint happened along uh about a couple weeks ago, and then all of a sudden, oh, everybody, oh, we canceling R. Kelly. We don't listen to his music anymore. We ain't going to none of his shows. And then people are like, you know, fake boycotting about the shit. And then next time he drops a record, everybody's all over it. Like anytime you do anything that's not quite right in the, 
I guess the public eye as far as black people or social media is concerned, they're canceled, so to speak. Like you said, the, uh, we brought up the Jussie thing. For the, all the people that, that didn't believe Jussie in the beginning when we was all like, oh, you know, this don't even sound right. Soon as soon as you say it don't sound right, oh, then then you must be against you must be against the LBGT community. You don't believe him because he's right. gay. You're, you're canceled. Right. You're we don't right. fuck with you no more. Yeah, you're right. I well, said it on the last episode. I was afraid to say that I didn't believe Jussie because I ain't wanted to affect this. Because nah, nobody mm-hmm. wants to have honest conversations right. about right. certain things, and it's like. I remember uh, years ago, and this was I think this was around the time that actually Mike Brown had happened. Right. And I remember one of my coworkers, he actually took to Facebook and he was like, I need, you know, I need all the facts on this before I make an honest opinion right. about this. But, you know, meanwhile, as soon as, you know, they heard this young brother was shot, unarmed, so all the black people was unarmed, and he was like, I need the facts. He was like, yo, I got backlash. Like everybody was coming at me. Oh, they was like, oh, so you don't, you ain't, you know, you ain't down for the cause. You don't care about us. He's like, I just need the facts first. Right. Like this shit just happened two hours ago. Like I just turned on CNN and they talking about it. I need all the facts first. I just heard about this. So I think people don't want to have, you know, they don't want to get on the facts. People just want to log on to internet and find stuff that pertains to their opinions and only Absolutely. their opinions. So it's not. They just about, want to perpetuate yeah, that just one want opinion. To perpetuate mm-hmm. that one conversation yep. that uh, that 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 agrees with them, and people can't have no open dialogue about certain things. It's a different time and it's a different era. Like that's why I think you know playing like I, I in high school. I mean, even though it wasn't long ago, like I always used to play devil's advocate and shit with certain things. But now I'm like, man, I wouldn't want to do that because people are very on edge now it's like yo give me a list of words that trigger y'all fits before I answer <laughs> right, let me tell you yeah, I'm like, saying like, 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 like <laughs> pertaining to that R. Kelly shit like I look at it like it's a fucked up situation because of the fact you know what they let R. Kelly rock the whole time when he was making the right. money. Right. When he right. was making the money, it didn't matter what the fuck R. Kelly was doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They was letting him get off. He got off. He, had a, he was on video pissing on the chick. The nigga right. got off. You know why? Because yeah. he was, he was making money. money. But yeah. now the money slowed down and that shit and everybody went, oh, down on R. Kelly. Yeah. The nigga fucking the Mary, Mary to Leah when she was 15 years old. Y'all knew something was wrong yeah, back they then. They knew it Y'all then. knew about it. So now the fact that he don't get to make no more money now or they feel like the money been slowed down, now everybody want to just, oh, R. Kelly this, R. Kelly that. Like that shit is whack to me. That shit is whack. R. Kelly's whack to me because he's fucking little girls, first of all. Mm-hmm. But everybody knew that shit. Yeah. So it's like, yo, y'all letting that shit rock. Y'all letting that shit. And don't get me wrong. I go to R. Kelly concerts and all that. I didn't never know all the details of what happened with R. Kelly. You kind of hear this, hear that. Yeah. You like, whatever. R. Kelly, to me, was still a great musician. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Me and my wife went to R. Kelly concerts before we was even married in the garden. Just Like I said, I believe I could fly all that shit. We was yeah. out there then. Right. And she loved him. But, you know, now you're looking at R. Kelly and you're like, yo, I can't love this dude because, yo, I got kids. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? But yeah. at the same time, everybody knew that shit. Y'all letting it rock just because he's making money. Right. And that's whack. That's, and that's what I agree, everything, I, I agree everything with. Come down to money, yo. Everything come everything. down to money. And that shit is just so whack to me because, yo, where are your morals, yo? Do y'all got kids? Do y'all they got do. little girls? And they bringing their little, they bringing their teenage daughters to R. Kelly concerts. Well, and letting you know, them get on the tour. When bus I was with looking them. at that, I, you know, I look at all, <laughs> I look at all them parents that was on the show. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, 
Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Ain't no way I'm gonna know R. Kelly is doing that shit. And I'm gonna bring my daughter to even if concert. he alleged. But like, you know he, what? They was fucking trying to get paid. Yeah. That's the bottom line. There's no reason for you to bring your little daughter to the concert after you, R. Kelly done already had that whole shit and everything and hit the fan. Right. There's no reason for you to bring your little daughter to a fucking R. Kelly concert. And there's no way R. Kelly's gonna talk me in to bringing my daughter to the fucking hotel. Right. These motherfuckers trying to get paid. And that's why they on a lifetime because they got paid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, R. Kelly, R. Kelly's fucking wrong. He's still always wrong. was. He's still wrong. Yeah, he always he was. was. He's still wrong. And you know, I hate to get on that R. Kelly thing, but you was talking about what'd you call it? Uh, cancel, cancel culture. culture. Cancel culture. Everybody is fucking dick riders. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody is fucking dick riders, yo. They go with the flow. Whatever can make money at this time, they go with that shit. And you know what? That shit is whack because nobody don't want to stand up for what is fucking right. They only stand up for what they believe. Not even what they believe for what is making money, yo. No, yeah. For yeah. what is making money. Like but if something is making money, money right you now. You can make somebody believe some shit. Yeah. No, you could. That's what I'm saying. But that money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. that money, money man, that money, money, money. Yeah, whatever is driving that money, I don't mean us. Yeah, you yeah. You can say cancel culture, us. It ain't us. We just follow what the fuck they put out. I'm talking about what the fuck people put out. Mm. Why is R. Kelly just got off this shit and his music still getting put out? Yeah, y'all cut him off. Of, y'all cut him off the tours and all that shit. Now, his fucking music ain't relevant right now. The Why you didn't cut that 60. shit off when he was doing fucking <laughs> double up and all that shit? He's yeah. sixty. You know what I'm saying? His music been, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all didn't cut it off when he was doing, you remind me of your Jeep when he married Aaliyah and shit like that. I'm a y'all bad cut, man and not ashamed of it. Off then because of the fact this dude could still make money for you. Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, yo, yeah, R. Kelly's dried up. Yeah. You know what? Now let's make money off of putting him down. Yep. That's yep. fucking whack, yo. Look, Blackout Rage is the new, uh, what, what we call it? The new marketing strategy. The new marketing, marketing strategy. strategy, yep. They they do something to get us upset and they capitalize off that shit. Speaking of which, Gucci, Montclair. Ain't making no difference to me because I ain't have no money to afford. I couldn't afford Gucci. that shit to begin with, but I never had any uh no no feeling of trying to buy some Gucci. I mean, let me tell you something. Like <laughs> so I got probably close to hundred G's worth of Gucci. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Not gonna lie to you. Because I'm a fashion dude. You see, I'm, I'm MCM'd out right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and I ain't even trying to be funny, uh, trying to brag. That's just what I do. I'm into fashion. And I was inbred that way, like I said, from the projects. You grow up in the projects, you come out your building looking whack. Niggas is saying something. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, I always felt like, look, I got to have some shit. I got to have some shit. That embedded that in my head. And in our head, we're looking at it like, yo, the best of the best is what fucking Italian... Dudes, they that's the where the fashion is at. Mm -hmm. And Gucci was my favorite shit. I probably got at least 15 pairs of Gucci shoes in my house. At least. And you gotta think Gucci shoes is at least four hundred dollars. I don't know what you multiply that time, but never mind the clothes. Like tonight I'm wearing Dapper Dan to the party and shit. Dapper Dan, the whole outfit. My outfit was fucking seven thousand dollars for the outfit. Mm. That's a car. Yeah. Yeah. That's a car, yo. You know what I'm saying? But that's the shit I do. I ain't trying to brag. I'm just telling y'all. So my point is, when all this shit came out and all that, I ain't no uh, Floyd Mayweather bitch-ass nigga that's still going to be like, yo, fuck what they said, and I'm still going to go buy it. No. But I'm going to tell y'all niggas, you already done spent all this money. I'm not going to stop wearing it. But at the same time, I ain't going to buy no new shit. 
know what I'm saying? Because of the fact, yo, that's some bitch ass shit they did, yo. And yo, not only that, but yo, Beyonce wore a fucking black face fucking shirt. Did yeah, you see that all, on the court? Yeah, at the All Stars a couple years ago. Yeah. Yo, like, yo, you don't see that that got a big ass black smile on it? Like, yo, what the fuck is y'all doing? Yo? My thing was black folk, where were if 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 that whole cutout sweater thing with the black face, black folk, where were y'all wearing that shit too? No, nobody wasn't that never, wasn't, it didn't that even wasn't get out. made it for black people. I'm just saying because like, I know, like, I know black people that like you know was, was mad at Gucci, it? but I'm like, but it, let's say like y'all was y'all was really outraged about that, that shit, shit like y'all was gonna wear that shit. Let me tell you some shit. Let me tell you some shit. Now, when Steve Stout signed uh, Dapper Dan, now mind you, these are Dapper Dan glasses right here. Here, this shit's eight hundred dollars for these glasses, right? Now, when I went to Atlanta and I, I looked around the time Dap got his deal, half the Gucci store is Dapper Dan. Half of it. Half of it changed Gucci from fuck. That's the first time I ever seen Gucci straight go to Urban. It's Urban now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm home. I felt like two things. Yo, I'm home, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Dapper Dan got the whole Gucci store. I'm home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I felt like that. But you know what? Some of them motherfucking designers was like, yo, they was mad. Mm. And I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just telling you from a Gucci consumer how I feel. Right. Like, when you walk in the store in Atlanta and a half the store, is, not even half, three quarters. Was you with me? Yeah. Three quarters of the store was Dapper Dan in Atlanta. It fucked me up. I was like, get the fuck out of here, yo. Yeah. Dapper Dan, this, Dapper Dan. The whole store was Dapper Dan. I was like, oh, shit. Beyonce wore that um, through the whole tour. Exactly. Now, let me tell you something. Now, the motherfuckers as not black or not urban, mm-hmm. which is all the people in Gucci except for like the new motherfuckers. Right. You know what I'm saying? They mad. They like, yo, this black motherfucker done came and took over Gucci. What the fuck? Let me do some blackface shit. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just saying, like, how it happened, what I think. You know what I'm saying? Now, the timeline adds up. You know what I'm saying? After Dapper Dan did all that shit, he took over Gucci. Gucci done halfway turned black. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm mad. I got to do some shit. Now, mind you, besides Dapper Dan, there ain't no black Gucci designers, obviously. Right. Because that fucking sweater got on the website. Right. Right. So that's telling you there's no black because if there was one black person on the fucking board, they, they would have been, like, been like, uh, been like, no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. What the fuck I is mean, this? I mean, possibly there could have been one and it was like, yeah, whatever. We're not even going to make a big deal out of it. No. No, not no, what it is. is. No, what I say no, last episode, no, no. though, what I say last episode. If there was said, one, it was a token motherfucker. That's what I mean. Yeah, a token. If there was one, it was a token motherfucker. But I don't believe there was one because that's what uh, Spike Lee and, and um, T.I. keep saying. There's no black people on your shit. I don't know who's really on their board, but bottom line is, if there's a black person on the board, they're token because, yo, I know if I was on Gucci's board and they put that shit out, I'd be like, yo, hold up. What the <laughs> fuck is this, bro? Yeah. That shit got through to the website to where they're selling it. Yeah. It actually, yo, you know what? I wish I bought that sweater. Not to keep it, but just to be like one of the only persons in the world to have that shit because that shit got shut off so quick. Yeah, now, like you would have been like one of the only people in the world with that shit. I went on this check it and it was gone. Yeah, that shit was going so quick. But my point is, it's like, yo, they like the world is becoming so urban, urbanized, and, and they realize the black people and, and uh, people of colors buying power that it fucked up some people that's on Gucci. And they was like, yo, fuck that. Let's start doing this other. And not only Gucci, fucking Prada, 
Fucking yeah. uh, Burberry. Montclair. Montclair. Yo, they doing all this shit. Like, yo, that shit look like blackface. They made a monkey with some big ass lips on Prada yeah. for the fucking bag keychain. Yep. Bro, Tim's. Look at Tim's. They have a bottom. fucking noose on the side. What? I didn't see that. What? I didn't see Yo, that I just you saw buy Tim's. Right? Oh, you talking about the way that the yes. laces are done? With up? the laces I are done. Bought a pair of nah, I'm, not looking, I'm not looking at Tim's like that. Yeah, I haven't. I'm not, looking, I'm not looking at Tim's like that. It could be. No, I'm just. It I'm, could I'm, be. I'm not saying you're wrong. It I'm just saying be. I haven't bought yeah. a pair of Tim's in no, no, years. I've seen them. I've seen them. And they do tie it like that, but I don't think it's like for some new shit. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't really think he don't want us in his shit. Huh? Yeah, the the, I mean, they shit. say that a lot about a lot of people. I don't know how but to believe what? it or not. They said I that they said that bullshit about uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger, and that wasn't even true. Right, so what I'm saying that they that wasn't even true. Like, that, they those just rumors swirl anything, around a lot, so, so I don't I don't even. believe that until I see them. No, not say Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, Michael Kors. Uh, okay. He went. They said it about Tommy. He went on Oprah. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, "Oh yeah, Tommy." Michael Kors said that he don't want black people buying it, whatever. And if you look at the actual Oprah interview, he was like, "Yo, I never said that." Oprah cleared it up. Uh, so my point is, you can't just believe everything you say on right. social media. But I could tell you this: when motherfucking niggas walk out on on in, in Europe's fashion week and they got a fucking noose around their neck on some Burberry shit, mm-hmm. you don't need to say it, motherfucker. That shit look like it. You got a noose around your neck. Nah, but you got what a noose I was around saying, your neck for your fashion. I was saying this on the last episode. I said like every every year around this time, all these big fashion houses they come out with some offensive shit. Just to get free marketing, and it seems to it be the same shit happens every year. Like they people forget about what happened last year because with social media, everybody has these short memories. New shit, short memories. Everybody has short memories, so it's like yo, they always forget. Yo, I was just mad at them last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, but I got on like I got on whatever, but like. Oh, I was just mad at Gucci last year, but yeah, I just bought this, and oh, I'm now I'm mad at them again. Yeah, I want to say this shit though. How the fuck Beyonce gonna wear that shit? Like, I respect Beyonce so much, yo. I went to fucking five lemonade places. I went to lemonade in fucking Chicago. I went to the first night in Miami. I went to fucking New Orleans. I went to New York. The lemonade tour is like one of the dopest tours I ever been to. Yeah. Went to all them spots to see her lemonade shit. Mm-hmm. But how the fuck you gonna wear some blackface shit on your shit? And I saw that, yo. That shit just turned me off to Beyonce because of the fact. How you don't notice that? How Jay-Z don't say, yo, you got a fucking big lips on your shirt. Don't wear that shit to the game. How you don't say that? When I think I saw that, that happened shit, before Lemonade, though, didn't it? That happened way it, before I mean, Lemonade. it don't matter yeah. when it happened. Yeah, I don't know when it happened. I just saw it recently. I'm yeah. just saying what I saw. Like, good thing it happened because I would never went to all them Lemonade. But my point is, how you don't see that shit that she put on and be like, yo, don't put that on? How Jay-Z don't tell her don't put that shit on? I, I just tell you it's some different shit, man. Yo, if you got a fucking big ass lip on your shirt and you wearing it to the game, I don't care how old it is. You mm-hmm. know what blackface is? You right. did the you did the fucking this nigga that nigga video, whatever vi- the video he Story did. Story of OJ. Yeah, uh, did yeah, the yeah, OJ yeah. video with all the big lips. Yet your wife wearing that shit on the fucking. Come on, man. Laughing at us. That shit ain't adding up, yo. That shit ain't adding up, bro. Like you know, what I'm saying these dudes, I, I, I ain't I ain't coming out at Jay Z because. I don't know really, you know, his, his situation and all that, but I do know what his wife wore with some bullshit. And you know, you got you have an obligation if you're coming off like 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 if Jay Z's doing this fucking OJ video, talking about blackface and and discussing that. How the fuck is your wife wearing a blackface <laughs> shirt to the fucking game? 
And yo, I don't give a fuck what nobody say about me. I don't give a fuck what's going to hurt me because you know what? I'm good in life, yo. I'm looking for my next generation, all that stuff. But bottom line is, yo, somebody need to stand up and say some of this shit. Somebody need to stand up and hold these niggas fucking accountable for this bullshit, yo. And nobody don't do it because they scared to hurt how people look at them, yo. Yo, right. fuck that, man. Yo, fuck that. Get our generation right, man. Because you know what? It ain't about us. It's about the next generation. I'm glad you put on that protect your neck, bro. What's your name again? I'm sorry. <laughs> D-Dub. D-Dub, man. He put on that protect your neck. That Wu-Tang shit. I guarantee Wu-Tang wouldn't do no bullshit <laughs> like that. <laughs> they wouldn't, yo. And you know what? Let me tell you something. They need to come out with a Wu-Tang movie. They are. I've been There's so, a oh, Wu-Tang good, documentary good. on the way. No, not uh, a documentary. Okay. Not a documentary. A fucking movie. Like, a they got biopic. 8 Mile. Like, they, they want a biopic. They need that. Um, they need the that. Wu- they've already casted somebody to play RZA, and they've already casted good. somebody to play Ghostface. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, that's we, on we the way. We need that. We need that. Because you know what? Wu-Tang... They spitting that real, yo. They always been spitting that real. They don't give a fuck what nobody say about them. You can say whatever you want. They're going to say what it really is, man. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what... It, we need a new generation Wu-Tang because it's a lot of bullshit going on. And you know what? Wu-Tang cleared up a lot of bullshit in the 90s. It was yeah. a lot of bullshit. <laughs> Wu-Tang came out. They cleared all that shit out. Like, yo, niggas is biting off me. Niggas is doing that. They let you know, man. Yeah. Even know. if you wasn't even biting off of them, they were still calling you out for biting. Biting, period. Yeah. Shark niggas. Shark niggas. Yep. It let you know, man. Protect your neck, man. Shout out to my boy, the DJ. And that's what it's about. See right here, because I'm going to explain something. That's just unity. You two are two different people, but you have so many different similarities. You have so many similarities, not different. I was about to say different. That's an oxymoron. That's an oxymoron, I was going to let it slide, though. (laughs) Nah, nah. Call me on my shit. You know how I am. (laughs) Nah, you guys have so many similarities. You know what I'm saying? Two different type of lifestyles. Mm Mm-hmm. You love Wu Tang. You love Wu Tang. Y'all can talk about Wu Tang for hours. I could. Oh yeah. He used to do the two tone. Um, I had the two tone Wallies. I was getting them joints airbrushed. Shout out to my man West Nash. West Nash got honored today. Yeah, nice. nice. He got honored today. And DJ when I used to go on the arcade mall in Bridgeport, yo, yo, die my Wallies like this. Ray and Ghost had them ill Wallies. Uh, Let me get the, the red. I missed the old ar- arcade mall. Now that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was the one in there doing the airbrushing yeah. in the back. He, yo, I, yo, 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 get my Wallies right, yo. Matter of fact, I need. I couldn't even afford Clark's at that time. I was getting lugs. Yeah, spray my lugs yeah. up, nigga. Yo, I was spray doing my this. Lugs yo, up, I thought nigga. lugs was the shit back spray in the day. You couldn't up, tell nigga. me nothing about no lugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I'm sorry to take over this. You show, good? You good? I we mean, got anything you know, else we want to talk about? I feel like before we get to the last vibe, call. Man. I mean, honestly, man, I, you know, I guess we got to talk about it. What With your boy uh, Tristan Thompson? Oh, I forgot all about that. About Chloe and Chloe and Jordan Woods. Uh, I think that was orchestrated. I think that you know the card. I don't put anything past the Kardashian family. I think Chris that they, they've been quiet. Genius. Yeah, they've like, been quiet. They they all they always just do some shit just to get the attention back on them. Mm-hmm. Like so, I don't. I didn't pay it any mind. Yeah, because it's it's like I like he said when it, when you like sorry what you said when they get when they get quiet for the Kardashians. Here come a new scandal. Mm-hmm. Only reason why I think it's not because when you look at Tristan. Like yo, the motherfucker's still in the NBA. This is his prime time of fucking playing, and they fucking with him. 
They really like fucking yo. You can't go into a game and do all that shit and niggas like you don't want to be a distraction to a team. But off of you saying it. But anything. LeBron warned him about dating a fucking Kardashian right. a suit. But when he was still on the the, uh, the Cavaliers, Cavaliers, he was like, "Don't do this. No, don't don't do it." What yeah. he do? He did it anyway. Yeah. He was like, "This is gonna be bad for the team." Yeah. LeBron left. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "All right, look, He's like, I'm, I'm out. Going, I'm out. I'm going to LA. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Y'all, y'all bringing, you're bringing shout her in the locker room. Shout out to Lakers. I'm a Lakers fan all day. Okay. Yeah, yeah we oh, beat yeah, the Rockets nah, the other day. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Them damn Kardashians. I'm still a Knicks fan. We ain't shit. The Kardashian curse is a real thing. Nigga. Oh yeah, that Kardashian. Kardashian I mean, curses are. They'll real. bring you up and then bring you down. Yeah. Because mm. right now, I mean, Tiger was winning for a bit. Travis Scott's winning. Oh, he a winning bit. again though. I mean, but he's winning like away from them now. Yes, right. So, uh, but Travis Scott's winning off of them. Reggie Bush. Uh, uh, by the way, at the Michael Jordan party, Michael Jordan's party this weekend, chilling. Travis Scott came out and performed at Jordan's party. There you go. I gotta say, yo, that 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 fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? When you just chilling at the Jordan party, you seeing everybody left and right. Ray Allen right here. This dude right here. This dude right here. Next thing you know, oh yeah, yo, what's the stage for? Yo, who performed? Because the thing about the Jordan party, yo, they ain't even giving you the, the address until fucking two hours before the event. They're right. emailing you the shit. Like, it ain't like you could just, oh yeah. Yo, and the crazy thing is out in Charlotte, they know. They know. Out in Charlotte, they like, yo, you going, what, Jordan? You want to say Jordan? Yo, it's his birthday this weekend, blah, blah, blah. Yo, how you, that's a that's an invite only. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, I know people. So it's like, yo, that's the only reason why I got there. Why well, well, I got my ticket? That shit say free. You can't pay for the ticket. Right. You know what I'm you saying? You got to be invited. So you get in there. They got the big ass fucking flowers and all that in the shape of a fucking sneaker. The Jordan 1. Wow. The North Carolina sneaker. The shit is taller than me. And it's the fucking flowers to the shape of a Jordan 1 with the Nike check in it and all that flowers. Nice. I'll show you all the pictures. And yo... When you get in there, you just like chilling, you know, meeting all these people. Next thing you know, you like, oh yeah, Russell Westbrook here, AD. Everybody is just so such a dope vibe. Then you like, oh yeah, it's a stage right here. Like, mind you, they don't give you no information when you get there. Mm-hmm. It's just the Jordan sign on the building. You know what I'm saying? You pull up like a like like three four blocks before they check in your email. You can't even pull up on the building. You can't. It's an old warehouse. When you get like like about a mile before there, they're like, hold up. What's your email? No. Okay, you could go in. It's still a mile till you get to the party, yo. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I accidentally stole fucking uh, uh, Elton Brand's Uber. It was his car service, yo. And if y'all don't know me, y'all follow me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take over, but yo, oopski with the doopski. <laughs> That's me. Oopski, oopski with the doopski. That's like... My Uber shit. Like when I go anywhere, Uber, oh. Uber anywhere, I just be like, Oopski with the Dooski, Super Bowl, Oopski with the Dooski. All Star okay. Game, All Star Game. So I'm like, yo, Oopski with the Dooski. And I'm like, yo, talking to him, he like, this ain't your car. And I'm like, oh shit. And it was Elton Brand shit. You know what I'm saying? Elton came in. Like, I'm like, my bad, Elton, I stole your Oopski. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yo, at the party, it was fucking, yo, I'm like, yo, yeah, what's the what's stage for? Oh, Travis Scott. I'm like, damn, yo, I just seen him at the Super Bowl. He the fucking Super Bowl shit. And now they don't even announce it. You don't even know who's performing. And it's fucking Travis Scott right at Jordan's party. And that's why I say Jordan was the dopest party ever because you don't know nothing that's going on. Then you walk in there, next thing you know, Travis Scott is performing. And 
Yo, people ain't even coming up to the stage. It was like like low key Travis Scott. It wasn't right. Like, I got the videos. It was like, oh yeah, Travis Scott here is like fucking probably like if it was six hundred people there, maybe like forty came to the front to see Travis Scott. Mm. Okay, that's how Jordan vibe, man. That was some dope shit. And again, yo, I, you know, before the show was out, I just want to say shout out to. To y'all, man, this is a great time. I fucking drank a whole bottle of fucking, <laughs> fucking rosé, uh, a rosé fucking Ace of Spade, R&B and Brews. Uh, did I say it right? Rhythm and Brews. Rhythm and Brews. You feeling yeah. it? Y'all yeah, you feeling it. You feeling it? Yo, y'all some dope dudes, man. Thank this you, thank a, you. This Appreciate was a dope time to sit down, man. I hope this podcast get out to some people and actually uh, yeah. get, I get the vibes that. I was trying to present. And what I was trying to present is, yo, y'all need to get y'all kids right and fucking, yo, change this generation and not get caught up in every all the bullshit that's going on and just know that, you know, we 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 could we could take ourselves and make people better. Thanks. We could do that, man. You know, like a little bit at a time. I work for the city of Bridgeport. I'm in Basic High School every day. Every day I try to change one kid, man. One right. kid. I look at them like, and they be like, yo, mister. Yeah, you are dressing in that fly shit. What you a scammer? <laughs> a scammer? Like get the fuck out. I work hard every day, motherfucker. <laughs> but you know what? Yo, listen, I went to college, graduated from Colgate University. Yo, get up out of here. See the world, yo. See the world, youngin. Facts. You'll learn. You know what I'm saying? And again, get that appreciate, passport. Appreciate it to uh, Rhythm and Bruise, Siren. Lucky my man Lefty. Denzel, Lucky Lefty. Yes, sir. My man Lucky. Denzel. DJ up in here and uh I'm signing Latif. off, y'all. Latif, my boy. Latif, yo, you got a lot of knowledge in you, bro. Appreciate it, appreciate it. And this was the I, I enjoy sitting down with y'all and talking your time. Let me talk my shit a little bit. <laughs> and again, I'm I'm in my vibe today. I got an award. Pop the bottle of Ace Congratulations, of congratulations. Yeah. Finish the again. whole bottle of Ace of Spades hey. up in here. <laughs> thought I was taking some of that bottle home. That shit gone. <laughs> that shit gone, but that's how we do, bro. Sometimes. Who we got up first on the last call, y'all? <laughs> who went first last it's time? Y'all. I don't even got You even got a last call? Got I got okay. It was Listen, it was just like It was a busy week. Yeah. It was a busy yeah. week, yeah. man. Yeah, I feel on. you. I feel <laughs> you. So D-Dub, it's your birthday. You want to start off the last call? Yeah, it's all good. I can go first. It's all right. Who we got? We listening to? Keep it real. Keep it local. Ben Ryder, you already know he was all right, there, all right, hey, brother. That was there last night. Yes, sir. He dropped something. Uh, what? Shout out last, to Connecticut last week on a uh, Sound SoundCloud. Did he? Yeah, called nice. called winning. Yeah, he Let's announced that when you were out. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's all good. Hey, um, I just wanted to give you a call and tell you that uh, I had a great time the other day, and um. I was wondering if we could do it again. Oh, yeah. Um, no, no. That's how it was it.
Right here, y'all. Yeah, you can was... go see this brother right now. Be right. Or you could have just came to our joint last night and saw him right there. Thanks. <laughs> Live. Live For in the flesh. Dollars. Five dollars. Everybody was up in the Everybody joint. Everybody was in there. But uh, yeah, um, that was Ben Ryder with winning. Um, so yeah. I actually, I'm sorry, I cut you off, to you. I actually um do have one. Did, did were you able to find it? DW? Not, not yet. All right, cool, cool, cool. I need that. So, Denzel, you up next? I mean, I can be if you would like me to be. It could be me or you. It doesn't matter. All right, I'll go. (laughs) So, um, my next, my last call is going to be a joint. Uh, It's called Sideline by Naya. Nice R&B soul artist featuring the vocalist Jasmine Sullivan who has risen from the ashes like a phoenix on this record man so um she always does yeah and she in this this record I heard I saw the video on uh Twitter and it rose me out my bed at like one o'clock in the morning I was like yo I gotta add this so let's get into this record Yeah, I know You're still the background on your phone And I know, I know it Takes time to get someone out your mind But you don't give me any signs And I told you all the passwords to mine And I'll admit I haven't been really faithful That was way back in April We didn't have a label Yeah, I tried to play it cool Cause we're never really stable Was never ever able to figure out Keep waiting for the right time Why keep me on the sideline? I'm sick of all this trying, trying, trying But I watch you drift further away It's like I have you But I don't really have you But I'm giving you all of me When I only get half of you Sometimes I'm way too understanding And I give too many chances I keep making up excuses While you make up like a bandit But now It's getting harder to ignore I settle for so little But I want so much more From you Keep me on the sideline 
us Try to believe in us But it gets hard as fuck You know it, you know it <laughs> Keep waiting for the right time I'm still on the sideline I'm so far That's real R&B right there. That's singing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Singing, singing. I'll just become Powerful. a lost art. <laughs> All right, next episode. We can do that on the next yeah, episode. <laughs> Give me some time. <laughs> Give me some time, and yeah. I can come up with some reasons to hurt feelings as to why that this, yeah. Right, right. So I guess I'm up next. Um, Yeah, my, my um, last call, excuse me. Yeah, my last call came from, uh, I was... I go through uh, a lot of independent music, just trying to find something something new to just stop listening to the same five mainstream artists all the time. I uh, came across this one young lady. I don't even know how to pronounce her name correctly. It's um, L-O-U-A-M. So I'm just going to refer to her as Luam. Um, she dropped this album. Um, was it last week or so? It dropped on last Friday. Um, it's called Reckless Love. She got this joint on there called like 90s R&B. Uh, so we're going to play that right now. Like a vacation Don't wanna leave 
Prince Latif, Lucky Lefty, and Mr. R&B Smooth. Ooh. So that was like 90s R&B by Luum. A bop. A that record bop. was hard. That record was hard. Yeah. So Ooh. I actually... Definitely feeling the vibes on that. I actually do have a last call, and it's a sentimental one because it would have been my grandmother's 82nd birthday coming this Wednesday, the 27th, whatever day the 27th falls on. But it would have been her uh, 82nd birthday. And I want to dedicate this record to her because this was one of her favorite records. And that's Terrence Trent Darby, Wishing Well. Wishing Well. We used to have dance contests at that back in the day. We got the same <laughs> grandmother, if y'all ain't know. Rest in peace, Grandma. Uh. 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 Kissing like a bandit stealing time. Okay. Underneath the sycamore train. Cupid by the awesome Valentine's. To my sweet lover and May. Slowly, but surely.
Lucky Lefty and Mr. R&B Smooth. I swear she be smiling. <laughs> <laughs> that was episode seven, y'all. Yeah, hold up, hold up, y'all. Nah, yo, let me let me get this joint real quick, man. We got one more joint, man. We're gonna play. Obviously, we were talking about little Noah James a little bit. He recorded his joint in Quad Studios with Tupac got shot. The the where, where, where Beyonce did Lemonade. This is his first song, man. He was only six years old when he recorded this joint. Okay. So he was a big fan of Fetty Wap. So I gotta give a shout out to Lucky Lefty. He came to me with this idea. He like, yo, Noah be loving them snacks. Instead of like Trap Queen, we about to do the Snack Queen joint. <laughs> so we remade it, yo. And uh shout out to my man right here. He got it queued up. We're gonna break it out with that little Noah James. Follow him at Lil Noah James. L I L N O A H James C T. There we go. Instagram. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call me Noah James. Hey, I said, hey, what's up, hello? Little Noah James, you could call me a no. Jet life, real fun, I to a no. First grace, nap time, chips and Oreos. Listen to my song and watch my videos. She my star queen and I never let her go. In the range road, that Travis to the stove. Get some ice cream, don't forget the talk of yo. Cause she my star queen and I never let her go. 
always there, trying to make it to the pros. Said she liked my style, she did my corals. She must be a queen, and she keeps my Oreos. Ask her for a piece, and she gonna tell you no. And I ride with my baby. We be in the kitchen, apple pies with my baby, yeah. Hey, I did fire for my baby. Got my coochies on in the sky for my baby, yeah. Hey, when I find it's my baby. Chillin' in the arms of the shine, it's my baby, yeah. Hey, I play live with my baby. Hide and go seek, that's a hot for I my say, baby. Yeah. Call me, I know Catch me on Vegas, even in Chicago Hit me FaceTime, cause I'll be on the go I miss my snack queen, and I never let her go But always like, tryna make it to the pros Catch me at the finals, I'll be sitting on the flow Chillin' with chef, cause I'm in the phone row Snap queen on my mind, and I never let her go And I ride with my baby We be in the kitchen, apple pies with my baby, yeah Ay, I did fire for my baby Got my coochies on in the sky for my baby, yeah Ay, when I farm, it's my baby Chewing in the islands of the shine, it's my baby, yeah Ay, I play live with my baby Hide and go seek, that's a hot for my baby, yeah Ay, this is Little Moon James Shout out to my smart queen You know who you are when I land, I got all the snack free. <laughs> the new Doritos, Cheetos, and Joy Fritos. You know you must not queen. Just living my rap dream. And I'm out. Dude's eye lips was tight, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. He was getting it. He was getting it. He getting it. He getting it. He, 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 he a lot better now, man. That was early on, but. That was like two years ago, so. He ate now. We got some new shit. You're listening to the Rhythm and Brews podcast with your host, DJ DW, Prince Latif, Lucky Lefty, and Mr. R&B Smooth. Till next time, y'all. We out. Yes, sir.